And we are coming down in three, two, one. Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Ock. Sheen Washable. Nope. Brother Souls. And the Red Bear. Yeah. And special guest? Colin, man, I don't have a nickname. <laughs> Can I give him a nickname? Uh, well, we played with a C-Mart in the past. I don't know if that, I don't know if that's a popular one. That evolved to C-Town later in my life. C-Town works. <laughs> like the store? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, sorry for like the rough intro there. We had Dunkin' Donuts technical difficulties this morning. Yeah. Um, There's someone here that doesn't really care about the show as much as the rest of us do. Yeah, time, time is an, an issue. What are you going to do? I was confused because you told me to start, and but like I couldn't hear myself, <laughs> but I heard Green Onions, and I'm like, don't really know what's happening right now. <laughs> you got to do the monologue. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to like, you know, this, this, sh- this shit show. Now, I believe that this is episode 49. So next week we're gonna we gotta do something special. Kyle, you're not working next Sunday. <laughs> you have a choice. You either call out or you go to work completely blackout drunk. <laughs> it's up to you. Well, we're gonna have to see what's going on because we're gonna buy a whole case of those reds and we're gonna funnel them. I, I don't know if I even want this, so we're gonna. Cut, find you it. picked it out. It doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> anyway, uh, starting lineup: Souls. Oh, I got reds. Wicked watermelon. I like that. Oh, <laughs> gross. Not gonna say anything else about it. C-Town? Samuel Adams, Porch Rocker. That's it, man. Simple. Kyle, do you know where that's from? Reds? No idea. Just take, just take a gander at the can. Uh, Machine? I have from the Clown Shoes Brewing in Boston, the Space Cake Double IPA. Oh, for those of you who do, Sam Adams is from Boston. If you don't know that, then just stop listening. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> no, they should know. <laughs> From Thimble Island, I have Mutually Assured Destruction. From I'm, our friends at from Thimble our friends, Island. friends, yeah. Uh, in Branford, Connecticut. That's right, that's right. Well, I was going to say sure that... I'm pretty sure that, like, Lord Baron has, like, exclusively said multiple times, I want to do more in-depth beer reviews and stuff. <laughs> so and then you... he, like, blatantly leaves out the town, like, every show. Like, so, hey, from, like, you know, had, your left side of the couch, listen, listen, I'm I drinking had, I had toilet water. I thing prepared. I was going to say, listen, I, I'm, I'm drinking this again. I really enjoyed it. I was running a little short on time, but this is kind of how it shaped up. But instead, everyone crapped all over me. You were at the <laughs> liquor store this morning. You could have bought a different beer. Yeah, but I, I have beer. I have beer. I just I was kind of in a rush. I know this Duncan thing was going to happen. Now, uh, it was written in the sand. GSWD runs on Duncan. <laughs> now, Riddler, you're outside the beer world again. Yeah, I'm drinking uh, Warwick Gin from Warwick, New York. Uh, Real from... original name. Yeah, yeah. It's from this. It's from uh, this pretty cool little distillery. Um, you know, I don't remember the name of it. Um, I think a Warwick Valley Distillery. There you go. But they make this bourbon called Black Dirt. Delicious. And the seltzer you have over there. Uh, Polar Lime. Nice. Uh, for those of you at home wanting to know how I made this luscious cocktail, um, three quarters of a glass of gin, <laughs> splash of seltzer. <laughs> Just enough to get the lime flavor. <laughs> get a little bubbles going. There you go. Uh, toast of Excellence. 
No. So, Town, do you do you do you have one? Do you want I do. S- it's uh, not as sentimental as something, you know, that people are going to care about, but uh Oh, let's do it. All right. It's uh yeah, it's the Jason Witten, man. My all-time favorite cowboy. Uh pretty much kept me away from robbing banks and doing drugs and <laughs> now I'm here on a podcast. So, thanks, man. You deserve retirement. Enjoy it. 69th pick overall, 69 re- touchdown receptions, 69 longest touchdown reception. <laughs> he is a barstool wet dream. I tell you, I've I've hated the Cowboys for most of my life, but Witten was the only player on that team I've always liked. So good for him, and he really just like blindsided him with the retirement. <laughs> it, was, it was really good how he did it. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, you guys drafted a linebacker. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna retire. Don't worry, we'll talk about that. You guys, you don't, sure you don't want to see how the rest of the draft plays out? <laughs> I have a pretty good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh, Kendall. The joke wasn't for you. Oh, so. Oh, mine to Pablo Sandoval for getting a one-two-three inning uh, two nights ago. It only took him eleven pitches and three ground outs. They were saying he had a pretty nasty curveball, dude. Maybe he's a pitcher. Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, all the suspense. Maybe, maybe he can pitch. He I can't hit anymore. Adam, Adam done for the win. <laughs> my uh, my toast goes out to David Akers, who made me laugh really hard during the draft for coming out to announce a pick and just roasting the Cowboys. It's the first thing he's made in like six years. I know. He, he was so bad towards the end, but it was hilarious. He also sounds like his voice is so high-pitched. We we said in the car, he cut like a WWE-style promo. <laughs> it was hilarious. Red Baron? I'm sorry, just one more. I'm trying to clear something up with Peter real quick. Just okay. one more. I'm sorry. Riddler? <laughs> well, I don't want to go out of order. We'll just wait. Dead Sit air. here silent. <laughs> All right, so mine is actually to the 199th NFL draft pick. Now, I say that because Tom Brady was drafted 199th. Just and he suck went his on, dick already. And he went on to have a fantastic <laughs> oh career. This is unbelievable how much you love what He's a, what just a been great, boasting the Patriots for What like a great weeks. career he's had to this point. <laughs> like, they finally lose the Super Bowl, and he's, like, all about them. What do you mean so, they finally lose? <laughs> well, I mean, like, like for the first time in a while. So let's, let's drink it in for a moment. The 199th pick. Uh, I believe it was Kyle Kajabi. Was it Luke Falk? Is, is, that, is that the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're I, a clean show, and I think he's gonna have a great career. I think there's a lot of good energy coming from that 199th pick. So a toast to you, Luke Falk. At first, I thought he was gonna say the 199th Battalion, and hey, I was like, hey, "Where is this going?" Then too, then too. Uh, minus to Donovan Mitchell, uh, dropping 37 points in the uh, the uh, series winner against OKC, uh, the real rookie of the year, in my opinion. Oh. Sorry, Souls, but the the Sixers are making the playoffs without Ben Simmons. Maybe as an eight seed, but the Jazz are not doing it without Donovan Mitchell. I don't think they would have made it without Ben Simmons. I think they would have. I think they would have finished as an eight seed. We would have to see how TJ played this year. TJ would have played lights out. He's TJ fucking McConnell. <laughs> Listen, I know that. But the, the guy the is the goat. He's the best <laughs> white player <laughs> since Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best white player since Michael Jordan. Kyle comes up with these arguments. <laughs> TJ yeah. hits home close to us. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, crack them open. Uh, yup. Well, I don't have anything. There we go. There you go. Oh, man. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? When we bought it, Kendall goes, guess who's going to be finishing that at 115? <laughs> Kyle. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh. So we kind of like lost track of like you know like shot trivia because we're, we're assholes. We've been kind of out of order the last couple of weeks. Well, because yes. somebody had to leave early, missed yeah, the show. I had, I had like stuff happening, Kyle. I'm sorry. 
I never really like expressed my like hatred for shot trivia until right now, just because like I have a really hard time always remembering what everybody guessed and like trying to do the math in my head to see who's the closest. Because like sometimes we'll be like, oh, the answer will be four, and then Mock will be like seven, and then Jeff will be like one, and I'm like, oh fuck, they're the same distance. All right, Mock, you lose. I'll change the stat sometimes so that there's a clear cut loser. Um, but uh. Yeah, so this one, just out of left field, just has nothing to do with what we're talking about. How many total bases does Ichiro Suzuki have in his career? Oh, oh my man. God. Jeez. Wow. Well, you got to figure there's, there's, there's what, there's four bases? <laughs> yes. I'm going to go with 1,342. Wait. 1,342. Yep. You said total bases? Total bases. Kyle, he has more hits than that. <laughs> so what? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> How, how does that work? I don't care if I lose. <laughs> All right. Just trying to get this thing going. 13,042. <laughs> that's what I meant. I s- but that's not what you said. I'm an idiot. Okay, but 13,000 is just as absurd as 1,300. <laughs> mm. I say 3,417. Okay. <sighs> he had a bunch of singles, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like 11,502. All right, so, like, all of you are asses except for Mock. Mock was, like, <laughs> wicked close. 3,994. That's it? A lot of singles. Yeah, it's a lot of singles. And walks. Jeez. I mean, he's he's not a yard guy. But I did call a home run, though. Yeah, he... At PNC <laughs> Park. At his, like, right... Yeah, that was that of... secret pirate no, was that strip. We should include Japan's stats. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't secret. It was just has. Kyle's poor plan. Yeah. Mock, you want to go to the Pirates game? Yeah. Uh, when is it? I'm buying the tickets now. Yeah. He could have just said yes. He could have just said no. He did, and that's why I didn't buy it for him. Kyle, I'm just saying that's it. a ridiculous way to plan a trip, and anybody who's semi-intelligent knows that. Well, we all went and had a good time. That's, not, that, that's true. <laughs> really, it makes him feel much I better, got, too. I got completely hammered drunk in 96-degree sunshine weather. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That was a rough I thought for sure I was falling asleep in like the ninth <laughs> inning. Because like, we tried to make uh, J-Mart the complete a, beer, set. a complete set of Pirates beer pong cups, so we had to drink 20 16-ounce beers at the game. And it got to the point where, like, the lady was, like, trying to, like, she was, like, subtly trying to cut us off. Did it, like, not happen either? Well, that's the thing that's so funny. Like, we were I, convinced we had it. I think it, I think it got made. I think a cup got thrown away or something. Yeah. Because we were so confident. If there's anything I'm good at when I'm drunk, it's math. <laughs> decision making, not so much. Yeah, that's secondary. But decision making about math, on point. 100%. So, Mock, what are we talking about today? You said you had a, pr- a show planned for us. What do you got? I believe we're doing draft recap, aren't we? That was that was your plan? That was kind of boring. Oh, hey. I, that's what I was told we were I doing today. I think we today. should talk about, like, uh, let's talk about the best length and weight of bats for the MLB. Well, the standard 34-inch bat No way, key. dude. 29-14. 29-14. That's not even legal. So? <laughs> Doesn't make it wrong. <laughs> and no, no one would even be able to hit with that. Swing it really fast, though. Yeah. Real fast. Later. Bartolo Colon would have, like, four more home runs. <laughs> Can we talk about... He's still, like, really good. <laughs> he almost had a no-hitter. Somehow, <laughs> he's still really good. I love him. He's so fat. I think he's my favorite player in the league right now. I was sending Jamar, uh, like, a meme of him on, like, that iPhone thing. And I typed in Bartolo Colon, and the first one that popped up was, like, a side profile of him swinging and missing, and watching his stomach, like, catch up to the rest of his body <laughs> on the strike. It was so funny. Uh, yeah, we could do draft recap. Well, Kyle. What's up? How do we do in our mock draft? I don't think we did well at all. Yeah, a lot of trades. A lot of trades. That's why I don't like doing these things. 
I, like, I would have never predicted the Packers were going to trade <laughs> out of the first round and then trade back in four picks later. What I think is bad is that the we had the first overall pick wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it was the Browns. I mean, <laughs> they pretty much were just blind. Like, we need a quarterback. Throw a dart, whatever one it lands on. That's what we're taking. So, Kyle, is the draft like your Christmas? Like, is it like all this like anticipation, all the mock drafts you do? Kyle, already, ha- Kyle already has a complete round-by-round round mock draft for the MLB. That's not true. I don't know any of those players until like two years into the league. <laughs> what? <laughs> like when they get drafted. Yeah, I, I know, know what you meant, another, but like, you, two just, years later. you have a great way of wording things. Uh, well, well what, that's why I'm Brother Souls, right? right? Souls is actually in the sporting spirit today. He's wearing his uh, his rec league, Weber League, uh, number seven <laughs> basketball jersey. His finest cutoff. Yeah. Now, did you wear number seven because of Michael Vick? I wore number seven because it was the biggest jersey they had. <laughs> <laughs> Now, did you, was that your choice to cut up the sleeves, or was that a, a Jeff influence? I don't know. Come on. Jeff Jeff answer, answer so the question. Long ago. <laughs> is I it possible that I, Jeff had the shirt at one point and just cut the sleeves <laughs> off? No, I think my brother had the shirt and cut the sleeves off. Either way, who just cuts the sleeves off of somebody else's shirt? <laughs> you know, this this would look better on me if it was like this. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Well, it was funny. when I, I was woke talking... up and I had the shirt on. All right. I had to Shut just... up. God. When I was talking with C-Town, we were talking about doing the draft. He did a lot of like homework, like more preparation than perhaps we do. <laughs> I have a notebook. <laughs> so a little black I'm, book. I'm very impressed. So you're going to go toe-to-toe with the souls over here, Mr. Draft Guru. Oh, I'm not a guru because I got most of mine wrong. Well, everybody got most yeah. of theirs wrong. I mean, with, with the... The trades, it, it's tough, too hard to anticipate. What, and the Browns are always a wild card. You think yeah. you got them figured out, like, well, actually, this is what we're going to do. Well, that, they made me mad, right? They could have at least got one of the best defensive players or one of the best offensive players in the draft, and they got neither. <laughs> well, here's – we don't know. That. I, I think Baker Mayfield's going to be talented in the NFL. I really do. I don't think he fits the Browns, but I, I could be wrong. I do well, think they – guy's going to be a stud. He recreated the Brett Favre picture. <laughs> Hands <laughs> down – Awesome. I uh, I do think that they messed up not taking Chubb with the four, but I mean, hey, these these guys, I mean, no footballs. So. <laughs> you think they know football, <laughs> but it's Cleveland. That's why they're always picking at the top with the draft. Yeah, but uh, keep in mind though the the front office has been shaken up. You know, Dorsey's in there now. I I, I think the Browns are going to start to turn around. I, I've told you before, Kyle. They've been saying that. They're winning they eight games. Been. They're winning no, they're eight not. games this year. Yeah. They're winning they eight games. I don't think so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why? Let's look at their schedule. We're t- wait, we're talking about the Phillies, right? <laughs> Let's look at their schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the, the Browns go at least 500 this year. We're about to get Kyle's win-loss for the Browns for the whole season. <laughs> He's just going to say 0-16. He's just going to give them more team-in-depth Just keep in mind, they have the same schedule as the Steelers, except they play the last-place teams from all the divisions. Yeah, you hold. Yeah, your which means they go. play the Jets. <laughs> but that's what, like they play the same teams the Steelers do, except for the last place teams in the divisions. They're not winning eight games. They are. Uh, Look at their strength of schedule. No shot. Well, they can easily beat the Bengals twice. They always give the Steelers a run for their money. Well, they have week seventeen when Landry Jones is playing. They'll go one they and one. Always play I mean, the Steelers. Kyle, it doesn't matter if it's Landry Jones. Yeah. <laughs> if they go eight and eight, it's eight and eight. But they didn't beat him last year. Okay. They should have. They blew it. The Browns became the Browns that day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who dropped that ball, but both Coleman. games. Coleman. The Coleman. Both games were close. Yeah. The first, what was it week one? They beat him by a field goal. I don't think it was a. Field goal. It was a field goal. Okay. Either way, it was week one. 
Landry Jones was in the week one. And you know how Ben played in the first five games of the year. No, it's kind of like how Ben played almost all year. That's not true because he was very good at the second half of the year. At the second half of the year? Yeah, you I can make fun of my grammar all you want. I just I didn't know, know the second half well. of the year was game six through 16. <laughs> the, Brown, the Browns, I think, are going to surprise people this year. Kyle, the Steelers aren't winning the division this year. They probably will. Nah, no way, dude. AJ McCarron all day. <laughs> he's on the Bills. <laughs> no, he's got traded. <laughs> traded him back. Just now, I got the update. I'm in with the GMs. They're all my cousins. I'm your new sports insider. Kyle's the sports outsider, remember? That is true. Giants raked in the draft. Yeah, I think they, they had a very good draft. Very Ooh. good. Squam Barkley. <laughs> Barkley, ACL tear week one. Barkley, I, I, was, I tell you, I was really nervous with what they were going to do with that pick. Because I wanted Barkley. But like if they took Chubb, I wasn't going to be mad. I really thought they were going to trade down with Buffalo. But uh, super happy Barkley's coming to New York. Please don't bust. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, I like their second round pick a lot too with Will Hernandez. Yeah. First round first round talent he just fell to the second round and they're just like, Well, we have Eric Flowers to replace him. As uh as the first round was kinda winding down, um, I was hoping the Giants would maybe try and trade back in to get him, but it ended up they didn't have to, so that kinda worked out for us. <laughs> you guys also got Two defensive tackles, which you need, because you guys switched to a 3-4 this year. And your defensive tackles kind of sucked last year. The defense <laughs> as a unit wasn't great last year. We have defensive they're, they're talent. on the field 90% of the time. Yeah, they were on the field too much, and, and they didn't want to play for McAdoo. <laughs> Once he left, they were playing much better. Steelers um, kind of had a meh draft. Yeah, it was kind of whatever. It was just like, every pick was just like, eh, that guy's all right. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, it's a, it's a fair pick for that, that spot. It wasn't yeah. like... I wasn't like, Nobody oh wow, what a great, what a great fit for the team. Like I was just like, we'll see what happens. Do you think they try and develop Rudolph to the next starter, dude? Yeah. He gets to start week nine <laughs> when Ben retires, <laughs> or gets like finally goes to jail for rape allegations. I mean, if it can happen to Bill Cosby, it can happen to Ben Roethlisberger. Steelers broke the internet by not drafting a linebacker in the first round. <laughs> they didn't draft a linebacker at all, I think. Yeah, there's something, something up. I thought they took one. Nobody fell to him. I, I thought they took one. They were, they were trying to trade up to get Rashawn Evans, but the Titans moved up to give him a better You guys package. are just going to move the safety to linebacker. Why is this such an issue for everyone to understand? <laughs> I'm not. I'm He's just not going to play happened. safety. He's going to be an, a blitzing linebacker by like the third snap of the season. <laughs> He'll be like, like, oh my god, what's the guy, Hilton, that we have? Yeah, it just yeah, switches he, he, all the time. Yeah. It's like he's out in the field. God, what is he going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what a bad draft, Kyle. I personally think the Browns Okay, the besides draft. the Browns, we get you. You have this, like, you're the only Steelers fan I've ever met that's, like, the least favorite team in the league is the Browns. The Raiders had a bad draft. I feel like they could have not picked Colton Miller. They could have picked a de- better defensive player in the first round. But there were like Josh Jackson was still there. Yeah, but maybe Josh Jackson's gonna suck. He could, but that secondary is pretty terrible in Oakland. But John Gruden, John Gruden, he took a kicker and a punter. Yeah, but they're just gonna play like New Orleans Saints, Pittsburgh Steelers football. Like, uh, who cares how bad our defense plays? We're just gonna score more points than you. Yeah. They got three pretty big receivers. They do. They did get Martavius Bryant, and they have Jordy Nelson. And they'll have Mark Cooper. And Lynch. And Doug Martin. Lynch is the best receiving back in the league. Would you know. try to tackle him? 
I wouldn't. Oh, Dude, there you go. Guys that are bigger than me probably would try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two words for you. Uh, Fitzgerald Tucson. <laughs> it's his year. Actually, it's Chris Gregg's year. I think we talked about this last week. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> Chris Gregg is going to be on IR before preseason. Yeah. His Instagram is hilarious. It's like, this is my year. Like, dude, it's been, it's been your year for four years. <laughs> uh, you follow I, him? I, I do. Think, um, One of six. To kind of pick it off a bad draft, I think the Vikings had a really weird draft. We were talking about, like, as long as they didn't go, like, corner or front seven first round, they were going to be okay. And they took a corner. I don't know. I think they didn't really address anything that they really needed to address. Oh, I'm curious. I want to see what's in this black book. I want to. I, I want to know all this. No, <laughs> <laughs> those are recipes. <laughs> no, I just have like a little bit of analysis on the first round, and then all about Cowboys. Hey, <laughs> Cowboys Insider. That's where my heart lies. You know what? A great draft. The Titans. They went in. They got Rashawn Evans, and they filled in more holes with another linebacker. They went out and got another quarterback. You know, because Mariota. Still not really 100% sure. They went out and got some secondary help. I like him. Mike Rabel did a good job for his first year. Greatest tight end in Super Bowl history. You know what I know Some Mike Rabel has 10 receptions. All of them are touchdowns. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> That's Can not you true. Believe... You're lying. No, I'm serious. Wow. I'll pull up his stats. I'm curious how many yards he had. 10. 12. <laughs> And I say it every time. The fact that it happened in the Super Bowl twice is just a disgrace <laughs> to the defensive coordinators everywhere. I'll talk amongst yourselves when I pull up these these stats. I didn't like so I was looking at like draft grades the other day and or yesterday and they gave the Bears a B minus. And I thought that was a little low. I mean I didn't, they, I don't think they were like the by far the best team that did that drafted. I think they had a really good draft. I think they really – the only thing they did, they didn't go out and they didn't draft any defensive backs. But, I mean, they're they're trying to get back to, like, traditional Chicago football. So, they're trying to, you know, rush the passer and stop the run. So, I get that. Um, but, like, I thought they had a pretty good draft. How many receivers do you guys have in your team now? I don't know, like 50? And they're all going to be hurt. Yeah. They so, just come – one gets off the crutches, <laughs> one goes back on. So, you can't have enough. For us, <laughs> like Anthony Miller was a good pick. He had 200 catches in two years. They got the player in the draft, though, Raquan Smith. That kid is, oof, watch out. He's going to be nasty. Like yeah. the first two picks, were gonna, even though I, like, well, I, th- th- I thought they were going to go corner. They the said they were round. giving us a B, plus, but they gave us a B minus because of Anthony Miller. Because really? they said that Anthony Miller is going to be a bust because he's too small and he has brick hands. I mean, 200 catches in two years. But they said he dropped too many passes. Well, when you're getting thrown at 400 times, you're going to drop. There's also a slot receiver. Like, slot receivers drop passes because mm-hmm. they're running over the middle. Like, what would you do if, like, you ran a slant route and the ball was coming into you and, like, oh, hey, there's Luke Eakley running at me at full oh. speed? Like, probably going to try to, like. Here. Yeah. <laughs> much bat. There you go. Real quick, Vrabel, 10 receptions, 14 yards, 10 touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Two in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Unreal. Drives me nuts. Denver had a good draft, too. You're all about he the did, Patriots. Yeah. Oh, I love the Patriots. Yeah. Big well, fan. You've been, like, sucking Tom Brady's dick hard on the show for, like, the past, like, Yeah, what's going weeks? on with you today, this week? <laughs> this, today, this week, this year, this month. Listen, Give Brady, Brady, Brady's just the greatest. We all know it. I'll just yeah. wait for Mark to yeah. come. So, Denver had one hell of a draft. Putting, uh, what's his name? Chubb. Next to, uh, yeah. Chubb, Mark. Miller, and Opposite, Wolf. Yeah, Miller. Chubb, oh. Miller, and Wolf. 
Because Wolf's pretty dope. He's actually not bad. Yeah. And then I like you, him a lot. Then you add Sutton as a third receiver because after Thomas and Sanders, there's really nothing else going on there. <laughs> They're well, just kind of guys that just like, hey. They used to have a, what was it, number 16 there? Uh, Moore? Or I think of somebody else. I have no idea. Yeah, he's. he's they have a, they have a guy. Teamer. They have a white guy with Taylor. Is that the oh, one you're talking no, about? No, no, that's how I'm talking about. I, I forgot about him, though. Like, he played a lot last year for no reason. Benny Fowler was there, but now he's in Chicago. I was thinking of Benny Fowler. That's he's in Chicago now. Sutton, Sutton's going to be really good in Denver. I thought the Cowboys were going to pick him. Yeah. Then they I, didn't take a receiver to the The Cowboys kind of surprised me with that. Yeah, let's. Can we just not talk about it? <laughs> you know who had the worst draft? Cowboys. Probably the Cowboys. No, <laughs> Buffalo. I like the first two round pick though. But like Josh Allen isn't proven for anything. Like more analysts think he's going to be a bust and he's going to be successful. Oh, he's tall. And I understand that's all speculation. <laughs> but like, I mean, they gave away two second round picks to to bump up. I mean, they have probably the worst offensive line in football, and they didn't address it until like round five. I mean, they just got a bunch of guys that are, like, probably just going to be role players right now. I mean, like, there's no there's no guarantee that Josh Allen's going to start. Tremaine Edmonds is probably going to start, but he's going to take time to polish up. Like, he's not he's going to make a lot of mistakes early. I, I just think they had a really bad draft. See, for me, um, yes, the Bills made the playoffs last year, but I think it was super fluky that they did that. So, we knew last season they were going into a rebuild. And, you know, making the playoffs kind of hurts that. But um, I think it's all, you know, the, the good offensive linemen were taken. So they're probably looking towards next year's draft and they're probably going to have a higher pick. And they, they took assets they were able to get this year to move forward. Did the fans... But they traded up to get Allen and they traded two second round picks to do it, which could have been used on good offensive linemen and good wide receivers. Instead, the two most glaring needs for that team, especially if you're drafting a young rookie quarterback and your other option is A.J. McCarron, you wait to get him protection and weapons until the sixth and seventh round. They didn't, they just drafted, they, they traded up, they traded their two really valuable second round picks for that to get Allen, and then they just went defense, and they didn't need to do that. You guys just wait till McCarron's on the cover of Madden next year. <laughs> <laughs> also, now, Seahawks, bad draft. Yeah, they always suck. Well, they all the success comes from just picking up people off practice squads and like, hey, <laughs> yeah. you're running pretty fast. How would you like to <laughs> throw on a helmet? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sir, I'm just I'm serving popcorn. <laughs> no, come on. Just come out here a second. Uh, just to jump back, because I missed the beginning of the draft. Did the fans boo uh, Allen? When he was drafted, no, I don't think so. No, oh, mm-hmm. no player, no player really got booed. Oh, and Van Der Esch got booed. I was gonna oh, say the yeah. Cowboys yeah. weren't too happy. <laughs> the fans yeah. started leaving. <laughs> Shut off my TV for a little bit. <laughs> he looks like Thad from Blue Mountain yeah. State. Yep, great. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> There's just gonna be that's mountains what... of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the fans want to hear. Like. The Dolphins always have a oh, whatever draft. See. Uh, not not to change it on your couch. No, for me, right. trust me, no one else had anything. Like <laughs> Sean, Sean Lee on the Cowboys is probably not going to be around too much. He's always hurt. So I mean, they it, I don't think it was terrible they looked for his replacement, but I mean, I did like a little bit of comparison back to back in his senior year. Uh, he put up twice the stats, but he also didn't play much freshman sophomore year. And yeah. Sean Lee's contract expires in 2019, and he's paper mache. So I mean, I, I get it. You know, <laughs> if they're not trying to back him up, it makes no sense. But 
We'll see what happens, I guess. Who knows? How old is Sean Lee now? 32. 32, yeah. Well, 32. Mark and I were talking about it, too, though. Like, I think the Cowboys, I don't think they had as bad of a draft as people think, because uh-huh. overall-wise, I think when it initially started, people thought it was bad because of the, that pick. But, like, then they turned around and they got Sam, uh, uh, Savon, Austin. Savon Austin, who mm-hmm. could be an absolute disaster for all defenses having to play that team. Absolutely. Because yeah. Dak Prescott pretty much showed that he's not throwing the football more than 20 yards through the middle of the field and put that man on a slant route and he's outrunning everybody. Everybody. Yeah, he'll be better with Dak than Dez ever could have been. I'm pretty much going to just like, people who are Cowboys fans that play Madden are going to just run the quick slants routes That's with it. Beasley and Austin and they're just going to murder Well, that him. play works every time. You know what the key to it is? Too many people throw too quick. You got to wait till they get to the other side Good of the press. hash and hit yep. them on the opposite you side. roll to the right. Yep. Every time. Hit them, turn up field. Get tackled at the one, throw your controller at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it. If you're going to lose, lose right. Also, you know who else had a really bad draft, in my opinion? The Lions. Lions had a terrible draft. They did. They wanted to improve the run game, so they got Ragnow first, and that was great. He's going to help a lot. But then they traded up to get uh, Johnson, which didn't really make any sense. I mean, I get that, like, he's a running back and they need that, but... I feel like they kind of gave up too much to get him, and then they reached, and then they reached hard on Walker. I think we're all forgetting. They didn't draft a single linebacker. Didn't draft a single tight end. I think we're forgetting the Lions are winning the Super Bowl. (sighs) Like Garrett Blunt's on the team. (laughs) Not with this draft, they're not. (laughs) No. Souls, any comments on the Garrett Blunt? He's a line. (laughs) Finally, right? Yeah. I predicted it a year ago. No, you didn't predict it. You said he went there. <laughs> yeah, <but> I do. <laughs> How's your drink treating you? Uh, awful. Watermelon? Uh, yeah. He goes, no. Actually, it is. <laughs> you, know what draft, you know what team I was really on the fence about after watching the first round but really liked their whole draft overall? The Saints. Yeah, They I gave, they, up, they they gave up a lot to get Davenport, who... Can be very good, and it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna help the team a lot more than people think because now people you can't afford to double team okay. Jordan on the other yeah. side because like, Davenport's gonna maybe take a game or two, but he's gonna be able to get there. Yeah. But they drafted like they they saw what they had, and I think like a lot of teams that had the success the Saints had last year would be drafting to fill in pieces to win right now, and the Saints just drafted a bunch of people that are gonna probably be decent to good, if not great. Two, three years from now. Like, they set their team up to be good for years to come. Yeah. They had a really good deep draft. Mm-hmm. Good for them. I was surprised. I mean, I didn't see their later picks, but did they did they take any type of quarterback or anything? Um, I don't, you know, I don't remember. Because they they're a know. team to me that's really got to start looking. Right. I don't think they're going to go for gonna do it. I think until... they're going to do it when Breeze retires. Yeah. I think Breeze is going to be like, yeah. I'm retiring, and then that's when they go for it. They're going to throw him right into the fire. They're going to bolster the defense. That's what they're doing, just so they can run out the next two, three years when he retires and, you know, hopefully. They drafted the a defensive end, a receiver, a tackle, a safety, a corner, a center, and a running back. Another running back? Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Mark Ingram's time's coming. True. And if, if, But if Kamara has another great year, then they're not going to renew Ingram's contract because well, he's older. What round did and they then, draft the running back in? Huh? What round did they draft the running back in? I think it was the sixth round. Oh. Yeah, so he'll just, be cut. Yeah, it was just a six-round hey, guy, practice squad kind of guy. I love his name though, Boston Scott. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I was uh, I was surprised to see the Patriots take a running back in the first round. 
because they are not a team that's known for a standalone running <laughs> running. <ball. league>. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're looking for the next Lawrence Maroney. <laughs> you know, on my top five. Top five Patriots running backs of all time. Lawrence Maroney is probably like number When are eight. you just going to come out as a Patriots fan? I've already... When? Am I, not, am I not wearing my Patriots undershirt? <laughs> I, I must have left it home. It's only a matter of... T- how many times did they have to beat you in the AFC Championship game, and now you're still sitting there praising them? God, I just love them so much. <laughs> and it's and three I, times. <laughs> three I times they've done it. I want to go on the record to d- disagree with what we talked about earlier. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if Seymour is going to be on my team or against me, but I actually think the Cowboys had a decent draft. No, I honestly it wasn't horrible. I don't I mean it wasn't like the fans were not happy with the original first pick, but not even forget the the Sean Lee being injured thing. Like he's a, he's a great player and he's going to round out that linebacking court like to a T. The the Cowboys needed to go out and they needed to get better defensively in all aspects. They didn't not just touch a single secondary player, though. <laughs> but they, but it was more than just the secondary. Like they yeah, needed true. everything. True. They need all of it. And so I think that he was just like he was just the best player available in their mind at the you know because yeah. the thing too like we don't see a lot of things is you know the combine is great and maybe you know a player like Jackson goes out and has a great combine but then they go and do workouts for teams and it's like like if Calvin Ridley had an amazing combine. But then he went out and he worked out for the Patriots and dropped fourteen passes. Yeah, they're probably going to look past him. Mm. You know, so it's like that's the stuff where, that we don't really see of those team workouts, those those private things, unless you know, like you just have it. Absolutely where I no think, life. Um, but <laughs> they also, I mean, they went out and they got you know they got two wide receivers, they mm. got a really solid option at tight end to replace Jason Witten in the future. Because I think Schultz is going to be good. It's interesting though; he's only got five hundred total career yards at Stanford. Yeah, but he only played one year. And the thing too is, college football is weird. Well, I think he only like started one year. Yeah, yeah. He... But college football is weird. Tight ends are either like, they're but they either like go off or they don't do anything. And then when they come in, and like another thing that like you know you'll you'll hear about it on draft day, like when they draft them, but you can't look up like um you can't look up run support blocks. On yeah, the stat yeah, sheet. makes sense. And if if all that guy does is go out there and is a premier run blocker. The Cowboys just got a hell of a lot better with Ezekiel yeah. Elliott in the back. Well, and also Connor Williams just fell oh, to him. Oh, um, unbelievable pick! That was my favorite pick of the draft for the Cowboys. He, he just fell and right out of like, Texas. He's like six six, three hundred fifteen pounds. He's a monster. And they were sh- like making fun of him the entire time. I also think Dorrance Armstrong. <laughs> I think Dorrance Armstrong is going to be a top five edge rusher in really? the next five years. Out of Kansas? Yeah. Uh, I do. I think he's going to be really good. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he, he's going to bolster the line just like all these picks did. Basically, they just like added, they padded the stats. Basically, but I, I, I think he's, I think he's going to be good. I think yeah. He's going to be really good. I think if the Cowboys are willing to like when that rookie contract kind of expires, if his numbers are like somewhat decent for right. like the four years or three years, mm-hmm. if they're willing to give him a two year deal or something like that to see if he can do it, he, I, I think, I think that's all he'll need. Yeah, and you can have, never have too many edge rushers for sure. You're going to be good. It's like offensive linemen. Every right. team needs yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying this, and it's going to make me sad. The Ravens had one hell of a draft. The Ravens had the smartest move in the entire draft by by trading back into the first round to get, mm-hmm. to get Lamar. Best move they could have done. Any team did, in my opinion. They, yeah, it was. Uh, when I mean, they the did... Packers, it hurts me too. The Packers are right up there because that trade out of the first round and then trading back in, they ended up walking away with an extra pick out of the whole deal and picking four picks later, and they got the guy they wanted. I mean, the Packers had a great draft. The Ravens had a great draft. Um, I when we did our mock draft, I thought the Ravens were going to take Jackson at sixteen, and they were able to get him down at the. I, I, 
Now, why do you guys think he fell so much? He doesn't fit the NFL these days. Believe no. it or not, if you really look at it, Dak Prescott exposed. He's a mobile quarterback. Cam Newton, he's you know had a great rookie year, sophomore he's slump, and he really hasn't rebounded. I mean, granted, he's still putting up. I don't. I well, couldn't. and Cam Newton's also a freak of nature and size. Exactly. So he's like, he's you know, the like outlier. Ben it's like a mobile Ben Roethlisberger. Right. He's the outlier. <laughs> I mean, most of these quarterbacks that are running around on their feet, they don't pan out. I do feel like the, I feel like everyone's trying to capture like oh. We can get a, we can get a Michael Vick. It, it can happen again. Do you think like everyone's trying to capture that again? Yeah, well, I, I, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm not making the comparison that he is plays like Michael Vick, but is that we, is that like a mindset? You think we're seeing now where the mobile quarterback is very prevalent, but they can't be run first. Right. They have to be able to stay in the pocket and pass. You know, being able to move is great. We see it with, like, Carson Wentz can move, Mm -hmm. Prescott. Well, that's why when he was playing well, Colin Kaepernick was so good. Yeah. Because he wasn't a run-first quarterback. But that was when he started turning because he, like, almost became a run-first. And and then he started falling off. He was running a lot more. But um, Jackson, I mean, if he gets the right quarterback coach with him to help him group, like, if he sits a year – Behind Flacco, I think he can be good. I don't think he would have been good if he had to come in and just start right away. I think I kind of know the answer, but is do you think Flacco's job is at all at risk? No, I think Flacco's off the Ravens after this season. Really? Yeah. He's elite. Either a so. year or two. Just because... <laughs> <He's elite. laughs> Maybe not next year, but definitely in a couple of years. I, I think after that, just because he signed that super inflated contract and he's been not the Super Bowl MVP quarterback that he right. was. So they drafted... They have Jackson now. So they can cut Flacco. Yeah, I think you should tell, tell, explain to Kyle why he's elite. Because he throws the ball really far. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> Kyle, your rebuttal, please. <laughs> Kyle, what'd you do if he went to the Steelers? He won't. You would love him. You would, and he'll end up a Cardinal somehow. But you, and why? They just drafted the quarterback. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't Cardinals matter. are just searching for the next guy. Who knows if Rosen's the next guy? Oh, he's the next guy. But also, Jackson fell because all the needy quarterback teams drafted their guys early, mm. and toward the like middle and end of the draft, nobody really needed a quarterback, so Mar Jackson just kept sliding. Until one of the teams with like an older quarterback was like, "All right, we'll trade up and get him." Do you think he turns into the next Terrell Pryor? <laughs> he could. You never know. I mean, <laughs> it's it's possible. Mark's a big Pryor supporter. You know, Pryor really screwed me this no, year. The Redskins screwed you. <laughs> the Redskins screwed you. I was so excited when I drafted him. I was like, "Oh, this is the steal of this whole thing," <laughs> and he just didn't do there crap all really? year. He'll probably go off as a jet. Is that where he signed? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gross! I bet you he will have a this year. He'll play very well. He's got and Josh McCown. Well, I mean, that's a legend in itself. Actually, the, <laughs> the Jets, the Jets, to me last year. I mean, they didn't look great, but. They won games with McCown. They looked great off the bat. Yeah. I just, I don't think the Jets are as bad as, like, we think they are. No. They're just a quarterback away and a couple receivers. Almost an entire receiving core. Yeah, they need <laughs> receivers. So, basically, they're, they're an offense away from being, like, an NFL team. But, I mean, team. like, yeah, I they, have, like, they have a battle. <laughs> they have, like, decent receivers. No, like. Who's their running back? Well, they have now it's Isaiah Crowell now. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they're an offensive line, a running <laughs> Cleveland should be proud. Three receivers, a quarterback, well, no, the, the a, re- a head coach. Line and they got Thomas Rawls. The offensive line well, wasn't Powell. bad. Powell, <laughs> Powell, to me, isn't like a elite back, but I didn't think he was bad. 
When they gave him the touches, he usually put up decent games. Oh, this just in. The Jets just take Willis McGahee out of retirement. <laughs> Peyton I mean, Hill is suiting up for the big green. Is Anderson going to be playing this year? Yeah, with somebody. I just don't know who. Seattle. Seattle. Mm. But, Seattle. um. Why? They just drafted Broussard Penny. It doesn't matter. The Seahawks will be like, hey, you can run. Yeah, they also we just a, talked they about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a helmet, man. Say that again? They also drafted a guy with one hand. Yeah, Seattle that guy's good. a freak, though. That's a good story. I think he's going to be good. He ran a four three eight in the combine. That's yeah. not slow. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I wonder how good he's going to be. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be really good in coverage. But people throw a lot harder in the NFL than they do in college. So you know, catching might be an t- issue. Ten, ten yeah. fingers is a lot more <laughs> beneficial than five. That and just stick it up. Does he wear something over the no. end? He just, it just shows that yeah. the nub, if you will. He doesn't <laughs> wear the prosthetic. No, no. you can't. Oh, because it's, yeah. it's like a plastic material. I don't know if it's allowed. I don't oh, think man. so. Now, just give him the the JPP club. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Give him the Hulk. But man. I mean, even JPP, like after <laughs> after the last couple of fingers. I mean, his pass rushing wasn't as elite. The pass rushing was good. It was just the he couldn't catch it. He's also yeah. he's also kind of small for a linebacker in the NFL. Yeah. It's only like two twenty. But I mean, JPP's yeah, pass yeah. rushing wasn't as elite as it was before the injury, and it's true. It, and that was with only what two fingers missing because you can't grip into players' jerseys and into the into the pads and all that to to push them and get them out of the way. So if you have somebody without a whole hand coming in, it's like I mean, like <laughs> he's. I'm just saying, like he's not going to be able to. No, I know. Grip anything to to get. And these these offensive linemen are a lot bigger and a lot more agile than the offensive line that he was used to facing. That's true. Used to eat the I mean, Cowboys alive. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, um, coming into it, he looked good. He had a great combine. It's cause it is a good story. I mean, I'd like to see how the NFL draft would pan out for one year without the combine because I think the combine is the biggest joke. Hmm. It is because oh, this guy just came out here and he just ran the fastest he's ever ran in his life on one day. <laughs> this guy's got to go first round, no doubt. But we saw that with John is. Ross last year, and he like. The whole entire Bengals offense hated him. Yeah, didn't do a thing. He, he fucked up the playbook all the time. He just didn't play well. That's what I mean. Like, the combine is there just to put numbers next to a name. That's that's really all you're getting from it. Yeah, but it's false numbers. It is. It, you're absolutely right. Because, I mean, because you can run 40 yards in four and a half seconds, what what is that even? When in the NFL are you running 40 yards uncontacted at full speed? Exactly. Ever. Or the the biggest joke in my mind is the bench press. Yeah, because oh wow, this guy just benched. You know what is it? Two twenty five, two twenty five, forty eight times. Okay, now do that over fifty three snaps. <laughs> like, yeah. cool. This guy just bench pressed Nadamikin too. Okay, now he's gonna run at you every down for the whole game. <laughs> Make sure you're just as strong every single snap. Or the vertical jump. When are you just vertically jumping as high as you can with one hand? Like, oh, look at that. See, his middle finger grazed that last rung, <laughs> and he got it. Okay. He, he caught Now that do that with sure. a fucking football. Uh, yeah. Okay. But that, his middle finger I mean. grazed the football, and All right, so the guy still caught it. <laughs> Richard Sherman. Think about it. Crabtree. Where's that? Tip of the finger. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. But it wasn't I, a vertical I know, I'm just jump. Playing just... But hey, Byron Jones set the world record for the broad jump, and he just got his contract extension picked up. Devil's advocate, man. It works both ways. They aren't just numbers, but they are the outliers. I mean, the broad ju- the broad jump's weird too. Because like, when are you ever jumping? Yeah, no, it's, it's, complete <laughs> garbage. Right, it's complete garbage. It's, uh, all right, I'm a middle linebacker. All right, and jump. jump! Uh, Where <laughs> Got him. It, it, that's what I mean. It, you put the number just so you have another way to analyze, compare. 
Yeah. I'd like to. I would just like to see more in-game situations at the combine. Yeah. Like I would. What I would like is I would like teams to bring in players that are already on the roster. I would like to see like Calvin Ridley going into the combine. I would like to see. You know, I'd like to see. I don't know. Just. Any corner, any NFL caliber corner, Prince of Mukamura, and he doesn't have to be a, a, an all star guy. He's garbage. But he doesn't have to be an all star guy. It could be anybody, though. You know, just bring in somebody and actually have physical coverage on him. Yeah. See what he does when there's an actual person, when there's an NFL caliber corner in his face on the line and pushes him off the line, and then see how he runs that, or just that 40 yard post combine. Or. You know, see how, you know, you're, you're going to throw an out route. See how they do when you have Vaughn Miller covering them, running with them, and they have to make that turn to do an out route. Because I'm sorry, but I mean, it, these quarterbacks, I mean, like, I can run an out route and catch the football because Rosen or whoever is going to put it in the right spot. No, I agree with you. I mean, I don't think that'll ever be something that can happen just because the guys in the NFL don't want to risk getting hurt and the the prospects aren't like part of the NFL, so I don't think they can be out there like mixing it up. I don't know the the legal side of it. I mean, I'm sure they can. I don't know. I mean, that that's how like the scouts and everything can get away with asking them all those ridiculous questions because like the players' union and everything can't do anything about it. You know, when the prospect comes in and they're asking if his mom's a prostitute. <laughs> well, there's got to be some. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be some sort of thing because they come in and they work out with the teams. But it, it's like. Anybody can do that. Like, we can, the, the, the Giants can call me and be like, hey, come work out for us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's not going to go well, but I'll do it. I don't know. It's, but how many times have we seen a player put up a ridiculous number in the combine and it not pan out? And then oh, you look absolutely. at a team like Seattle, who's had players that probably didn't even go to the combine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Working at Target. Did, did, Doug Bald, <laughs> did Doug Baldwin even go to the combine? Uh, Was he a think. draft pick? I can't keep track because none of them, like, <laughs> none of the receivers went to the draft or in the draft at all. Pete Carroll's just sitting around picking his nose, like, eh, let's go out and see find like, a football but player. Like, but did Tony Romo do the combine? No, he's no. undrafted. Right, he might have done the combine, but he's undrafted. You know, <laughs> you ever see Tom Brady's combine? <laughs> I think it's still going on. Yeah. <laughs> he's still running. That they, 40. Show, <laughs> they show him doing like the cone drill. It was so slow. <laughs> it was horrible. One ninety nine. Kendall, you want to talk about Tom Brady some more? You know, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Let's talk about Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of our generation. Wow. Actually, I agree with that. I was shut hoping up. he wasn't going to say all Just time. Shut your mouth. Why? Who's better all time? I don't know. Joe Montana. Yeah, I think so. We'll save that for another. For we're having a very good conversation. I don't know who brought up Tom Brady. Are you talking Super it. Bowl or all time overall regular season, postseason, Super Bowl, the whole thing? Uh, Joe Montana, greatest Super Bowl quarterback of all time. Okay, so who's the greatest quarterback of all time? Um, Johnny Unitas. You just thought of the oldest player you could think. of. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Johnny Unitas is considered the first game like manager, a guy who comes and like creates a strategy. You that know. makes him the best. I don't know. He's a groundbreaking player. So like if I go put like if I go smear diarrhea on a piece of bread and eat it and my and like I'm the first person to do it, am I the greatest sandwich maker ever? I mean that's kind of like for the public to decide. <laughs> I, I, I can't I, make that call. A lot of irrational Tom Brady arguments come out of some people's mouths. So can we talk about how bad of a draft Darius Geis had? And we're out of time. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yes, Kyle, we can. Don't listen to him. So, he didn't even get a show started on time. We're going until fifty two. Started two minutes late. <laughs> so the Eagles brought him in to have an interview. And apparently it just ended up in a shouting match. 
Did they ask if his mom was a prostitute? I had no idea what happened. I just know that the Eagles were like, they, they, like, they just got at one and each other, like one another. And that's why he kept falling. And that's why he wasn't like the 32nd pick. And that's why he kept falling in the second round until the Redskins picked him up. Wow. I didn't know that. See, I hate I hate stupid stuff like that. Like, um, which court was it? Was it Josh Allen that was? He got in trouble like right before the draft because they found tweets he had when he was like yeah, a sophomore yeah. in high school. Yeah, like, come on, that's so stupid. And if you're gonna not take a guy because when he was 15 he said something stupid on, it, that's so ridiculous. I have friends that have gotten hired after failing drug tests, <laughs> like at a job that is you know is actually got more riding on the line than catching a football. But you know what I mean? Like you think like sure. we saw it. Uh, was it last year? The year before with Tunsil. Right before the draft, a picture of him with the get. Like, who cares? Think about uh, Lyle Collins. Yeah. Got questioned about a murder he wasn't even involved in and dropped into the Cowboys' lap, which is great. Well, see, the Cowboys and... like those guys. Yeah, man, we're trying to bring back the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> they like the 90s. will rise again. We haven't been relevant since 96. So you, come on. Yeah, David Akers let you know it. Jerry. <laughs> yeah, that, like that the worst so guy that could go out there. I'm going to come out here and I'm going to talk shit about the Cowboys. When was the last field goal you made? <laughs> uh, 2010? When did you retire? Uh, 2018? <laughs> I don't like those workers. Although, he did have one of those. Remember those uh, fantasy football commercials they used to have? Why you should pick the players? I think David Akers was the guy that was kicking the football at the Liberty Bell. Or like the Liberty Bell, but like a bell tower in Philly. I wish they would bring those back. Those oh, were so, so much, good. Lawrence Maroney's was all, was like so ridiculous. He w- came sprinting in a driveway and then dove through the driver's side window of an SUV <laughs> and then out the passenger side. <laughs> Still don't know if that was real. That one I don't think is real. But I, you know which one I do think is real? The one where Chris Cooley from the Redskins punches through, the, punches dr- through the Yeah, I was talking that about one was The one where he was punching through the drywall and catches the football. I think that was real. All the receiver ones I think were real. Was it was it Ocho Cinco that did the one where like he caught a ball in each hand and then and caught then the caught ball? No, that was a uh, that was um Chambers oh. from the the Chargers. Was it? I remember Ocho yeah. Cinco had one too. Yeah, yeah. what I was his? I don't remember what Ocho Cinco's was. And then uh, Andre Johnson had the one where he put it in the uh, the ball shooter. Yeah, and, he, and then he sprinted like fifty yards <laughs> to catch the football. <laughs> Which I mean, I mean, realistically, all you have to do is aim it high enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like you're an elite athlete. Like I hope you can outrun it. <laughs> and imagine if they didn't. Like Marshawn Lynch's commercial would be the best thing. Hilarious. It would just be ever. him eating Skittles. <laughs> you're gonna yeah, want. You're gonna want me. Yeah, you should, you should pick me. <laughs> I'm here so I don't get fined. <laughs> Oh, that was so funny. I love the Pepsi commercial that Marshawn Lynch did where he had the person talking for him. You remember that one? He's like sitting on the couch with the Pepsi agents and like there's somebody talking for him. Yeah, he's like, Marshawn says, oh, he's great. He is the funniest player in the NFL, mm-hmm. and it's not even close. It's really not even close. No. Although I would like to see, like, I'd like to see, like, Vaughn Miller and, like, Russell Westbrook get into, like, a like a fashion contest. I'd be all about that. You know, I didn't know where you were going with that. I was like, Russell Westbrook is not going to win a fight in that situation. <laughs> Fashion contest. That He may have a shot. He might beat Vaughn Miller. He's pretty quick, and he's pretty lanky. He's a big dude. Russell Westbrook's taller than Vaughn yeah, Miller. Yeah, he's 6'5". He's a big dude. That's what you don't. That's what you gotta remember. Like these linebackers are pretty fucking big, but like to be short in the NBA, you have to be like 6'2". <laughs> like people Kendall size are considered short. Yeah, point yeah, guards. Look at Derek him. Rose is little, and he's like 6'3". Hey, if I could dribble with my left hand, it's game over for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's LeBron? Like 6'8"? Yeah. And he plays the 3? I mean, he plays the 4, but for Cleveland sometimes that's just because they're a dumpster fire and down low. <laughs> but I have a question. Could, only could you said LeBron. 
I don't mean to like totally cheat. Uh, if LeBron played for the Nets, do you think they make the playoffs? No, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, I think no. if he's they'd be an eight seed. You think so? Well, the, the Nets, yeah. the, the Nets, that maybe, top heavy. The Nets maybe yeah. because it's because De- you have D'Angelo Russell. Like they have like another star caliber player, but like. I think he can go to any team and they make the playoffs. No, not no, he, the Grizzlies would not have made the playoffs. <laughs> I think LeBron makes any Suns. team a playoff. No, nah, because if Booker was healthy all year, the I Magic. think they would have. But the Grizzlies would not have made the playoffs. Magic. The Magic would not have made the playoffs. No, not at all. Not even close. Bulls would have made the playoffs. I think the Bulls would have nah. made the playoffs. I think so. They are making the playoffs with, uh, what's it called? Timberwolves. Basically, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they're there. I think... I think the Bulls are in the playoffs. Marketing's a beast. We'll return next uh, next hour though. NBA and NHL talk. Got the playoffs. Uh, playoffs to discuss. I gotta go. Do <laughs> you really? All right. <laughs> Goodbye. No. Leave. But no. 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 Another good draft. No, Kyle. I'm I right. just literally said we were going to commercial. I did not know that. Didn't hear you. I'm deaf. You looked right at me. It doesn't mean I'm not deaf. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll return next hour with Kyle's opening statement about an NFL draft, and then we'll continue with <laughs> no, NBA no, and no, NHL no, no, news. I already talked about it. Welcome back to getting sports with drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by C-Town assholes. and all of the friends. I'm no longer well, C-Town, <laughs> C-Town and assholes. This no is my podcast to today. Kyle. Oh, you're not speaking to Kyle. Yeah, it's C-Town's podcast now. I apologize. We're all just part of it. <laughs> uh, so, Kyle, you, you, you ended us pretty abruptly. Mark, did you go to the bullpen yet? Not yet. Are you going to this hour? I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> real quick shout out to Dave Sanderson. He's listening. And uh, Rita, do you want to say hi? What's up, Dave? Hi, Dad. Mr. Sanderson? That wasn't actually your daughter. (laughs) So thank you. Hope you enjoyed our uh, debauchery at the highest level. iPhone 5? iPhone. No, apparently, I guess that was not him that time. (laughs) I thought it was. iPad 1, though. (laughs) I still have the original iPad. Do you? Yeah. I have this, like, I have, like, Madden, like, 14 on it, and I rape it. So good. (laughs) All right. Devin Hester just streaks all day. You know, I don't know if you heard, but during the brink, Break. Kyle was saying that Devin Hester's overrated. Well, that's why that. I slapped him. I why would def- you say that, Kyle? Because mm, he sucked as a receiver. Okay, but he was not. But he wasn't overrated as never a receiver. Never said that one. But he, but but he wasn't even overrated as a receiver. Why would you say that? I never said. What, that. What is it with you attacking my teams the past? <laughs> I years? liked your draft. Why? Why are you attacking my teams the past few shows? You know, I think Kyle needs why? to take is a it, shot. Is it because I don't have a? No, you need to Is it because I don't have a pot-smoking prima donna running back that's yeah. like, oh, I need $700 go. million dollars to play each game, otherwise yeah. I'm not playing. Yep, that's right. Now, quick, <laughs> Antonio Brown and Juju, come suck my pecker. Because <laughs> they're all homosexuals, Kyle. All three of them, together. Fine. Big fan, we went to the Steelers game, and we saw that guy with the shirt, high as bell, just his face with like a, like a blunt in it. <laughs> Hilarious. Now, how do you know what a blunt is? I've seen films. So, so <laughs> anyway, hold on, real quick, Kyle. You, you end, we ended abruptly nah, last I'm hour. Good. No, you, you made it a point. All he's saying was, I think Washington had one of the better drafts in the whole league. Okay, is there going to be facts to back that up, or are we just going to leave it? Well, they picked defensive tackle Deron Payne because they were desperately needed of a run stopper. They picked a running back because Rob Kelly sucks ass. Well, I mean, it's not Kyle, bad. you were so high on Rob. I Kelly was. You know what? He sucked ass because he fucked me in fantasy. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, has, has any of the players that haven't been Steelers that you're like, oh man, I love this guy, turned out to be any good? Yeah. Because you were like all about Tannehill. I was. <laughs> Calvin Johnson was pretty good. You weren't high on him when he came out, though. You were just really high on him because for some reason, unbeknownst to me, like Kyle's a huge dick rider of Detroit Lions. But my dad, he was a very Sanders fan growing up. He's been a Lions fan his whole life. <laughs> Who is the, the quarterback for the Bucks that you have the jersey of? Freeman. 
Oh yeah, Josh Freeman. Hilarious. Big big fan of his. But I'm I'm sure you know where that jersey is. I do. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle is really high on that Blaine Gabbert. 30 bucks, and it would stitch. Hey, Blaine Gabbert is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Kyle really hyped him up for a while. Uh, the best part was, was good in San Francisco of, for a couple games. Speaking of Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Jaguars quarterbacks, though, did you guys, I think we talked about this on the show before, but when the, the Jags were making their run in the playoffs, did you see all the barstool stuff about how they were like really boasting the Jaguars, like Blake Bortles, about being like... Yeah, they the love him. Yeah. When they did the they did the one where like he they were showing his the inside of his house and he pushed like this button under his counter and it like made the counter kind of move and there was like a floor like a staircase underneath uh, it that went to a under the kitchen wine cellar. Yeah. It was so funny cuz there was like a 700 bottle wine cellar. I had like six bottles of wine in there. Each of them was like 7.99. <laughs> it was like he's pulling them out and I'm like I saw that at the liquor store. For like five bucks. Yeah. That's just gross. This is a fine boxed wine. <laughs> then you have people like, we have a guy, that comes, this is off topic, but we have a guy that comes in the liquor store that makes a lot of money. He's like the like head accountant at Berkshire Hathaway. And then his wife. So Warren Buffett. Yeah. And then his wife is like one of like the most highest up people for Chifa. So they make. I, I don't know what that yeah, is, but I also like know a, what that it's is. Like a finance firm. Oh, okay. <laughs> either way, it's either way. They make a lot of money. He comes in sometimes, like once every like three or four months, and he buys a carriage full, like six boxes of wine. Usually totals like four grand. And I'm like, you guys really drink a lot of fancy wine, huh? He goes, honestly, he goes, I just see a bottle I really like, so I could just look good in my wine cellar. He goes, I've got bottles from like 1980 that I don't even know if they're good. He's <laughs> like, they just look nice in there, and I'm like. What the fuck? <laughs> Can I, I like, like come over? I buy thirty packs of Bush because they're affordable, <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty tasty. Bush, Bush, Bush. Come on, you got to do it with us. Oh, Bush. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <I> zoned out. <laughs> All right. Uh, NBA, NHL talk. Mocks two strong suits. Yeah. So uh, uh, brackets are going well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got one one uh, round one series. To finish out tonight, Pacers, Cavs, predictions? I think the Cavs pull it out. Okay, what's the final score? Don't care. Mock. <laughs> Pacers. Cavs. Cavs go down in a plane crash. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Death. A literal yeah, plane wait, crash. Do they, do they win, though, still? No, nah, d- oh, okay. they're just dead. <laughs> nice. I also yeah. think the Pacers win. Pacers, for sure. But I think it's a boating accident. <laughs> That's what I think. Nice river tour goes wrong. <laughs> Why did you have to go there? Oh, listen, listen. I'm 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 speaking from experience. Not I feel for Pels those people. Pels lost by 22 last night. Yeah, the Pels uh, did not really show up in game one. And Curry's um, back game two, so you guys are going to be swept. So, hey, listen. Here's the thing, Kyle. Shut the up. Pels, the Pels are good. They're on the upswing. They're going to keep Boogie. You have back no bench. Next year. I just don't understand why the Warriors and Pelicans played game two. Or game first game of round two. And nobody else did. Hmm. Like... Like, it's the only round two series that started, and, like, they had just finished a round one series before that, and another one has to finish tonight. Like, why not do it tonight? Like, you know it's game seven. Like, the series, the round one's over tonight. Like, why not just do game two tonight? Or the the round two game tonight? Doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, They just want to get it going. Uh, Okay. Is that... Just wanted Adam Silver tell you that? That that right there, that is expert testimony. No, it's just like... (laughs) Because in the past, NBA playoffs take a very long time. That's like lawn mowing logic. Like, I just, I just, I just wanted to get the lawn done. <laughs> I just had to get it going. Yeah. But, so it's going to be the winner of 
Cavs Pacers versus Toronto. Mm. And then we got Sixers Celtics, uh Jazz Rockets, and then Warriors Pels. So I, I don't three out think, of the four of those could be very intriguing. I don't think the Pelicans get swept, but I did have them losing in five. <laughs> I think they take one they like sneak one out somehow. No. What's his face though last <laughs> night for the Pels though? I had on. a pretty pretty bomb uh buzzer beater at the half. Did you see that? Oh, you had like over half court. Way over half. Yeah, court. way over like, half. Past the foul line. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was like, deep. It was pretty much like at the, like the the first block for free throw shooting. They just inbounded it, and like Rondo's just sitting there, like just like this. Give me the ball so we can get this over with. And he just jacks it up and just fucking switches it. You know, see the to the put Pelicans, him down by twenty. The Pelicans really screwed up by trading away my guy, Omer Sheik. Yeah, they shouldn't have traded him. <laughs> he was really critical. He would have been great down the stretch. Yeah, great on the bench. Listen, Every team needs somebody that can't speak English. Moral support. He would have been great. Dude, your bench is Kyle, awful. He would have been so rested for the playoffs. <laughs> it would have been insane. You're, you're, there's six man's Ian Clark, and he was like the 13th man of the Warriors. Listen, like I said, the, the Pelicans are on the upswing. They, they have some work to do. You know, they lost Boogie, but he, I think he'll be coming back. You know, anything they do from here on is just added. I invite Kyle to argue with me on this. I'm, I'm I thought curious. you were going to say to me, and I really hope he doesn't. I'm curious <laughs> to see if he will. But, so, thus far in the playoffs, MVP of the Eastern Conference, MVP of the Western Conference. Anthony Victor Davis. Oladipo, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, I agree with for now. Well, Kyle, it was obviously for now. <laughs> going forward, yeah, you know, two months from now, <laughs> they've been eliminated for three weeks. But and Oladipo, I don't agree with. Why? Who do you think it is? LeBron James. That guy has to have a triple double for them to win, and he's had them three wins. Not a team. He's won those three games. I still think Oladipo. I just feel like LeBron James has really... Without Oladipo, LeBron James probably wouldn't even need to step foot on that court for them to win. Right, but he has to. And he's doing one hell of a But it's because Oladipo's there. He has 40 points. He's averaging like 35 points a game. Okay. Hey, real quick, Kyle, take a shot of that. You've been just playing with the neck, and it's driving me nuts. I want to get the bottle away from you. So do the shot. I did a shot, but okay. let's, Let's go around the horn right now. Okay. Ooh, C-Town's first shot. C-Town, boy. Uh-oh. We're in the second hour. C-Town hasn't had a shot yet, so we got to... <laughs> I don't know, man. Oladipo... Kendall, you just lost a out. friend. No, I agree. Like, he's been very good. I just think... Oh, his, his team, trash. overall, is better than the Cavaliers. I understand that, but my argument is that if Oladipo wasn't on the Pacers... A little bit of everything. If we took, <laughs> if we took both stars out of the, their teams, if we took Oladipo and LeBron off those teams... They're both not making the playoffs. The, no, I'm, I'm talking about for the round, for round oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. The Cavs are beating the Pacers. That goes seven. But the Cavs will beat the Pacers. Yeah, but it goes Without seven. a doubt in my mind. Ugh. Even if it goes seven, without a doubt in my mind. I don't think so. I think the Pacers them. still win. No. I don't like any... Like, the Cavs supporting Cavs is really not that good. Like, Old. Kevin Loves needs to get the fuck out of Cleveland. He does not fit there at all. He needs to go to, like, uh, Pause LA. for Rita's shot. Oh, oh, watch her. Let's turn her mic up real quick. Yeah, give us, a, like, the sound of what you think it is. Just make, like, a gross sound. Pretty much the sound you, you make when you, uh... I need Duncan! It's <laughs> not what I sound like. Kind of. I need to no, get an not. iced coffee at a handicapped spot. Exit only lane. I'm not blocking. I'm not I'm trying to make a left turn out of here. Spot. No, that's not the argument. The argument was that we're pretty basically in the, the exit. That's, <laughs> that's, who, that's where we were. I got five hours of sleep. I can do what I want. 
Um, That's not true. Well, I get five hours of sleep like regularly. Yeah. yeah. Don't feel bad. Well, what do we think? She hasn't swallowed it yet, so we don't know. Not that bad. That's so bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> not that bad. Uh, you're so not bad. that bad. That's horrible. You're a faker. <laughs> That's good stuff. Fine. And turn the mic off. Ah. <laughs> uh, Listen to that. I love it. That was that was excellent. Kendall, just make sure you don't go near any of your t-shirts later. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> what do you think, Ken? Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's whatever. Kind of like burns the tongue. Who's the most disappointing player so far in the playoffs? Paul George. Yeah. Oh. You. You ever heard the song "Another Brick in the Wall"? <laughs> 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 Saw this pretty funny video of him doing the three-point contest because he was he was terrible on that too. Mm-hmm. But did the three-point contest, and someone, like, overlaid all the basketballs with bricks. And he was just shooting up bricks, and it was so funny. He was atrocious. It's like he forgot how to shoot. Yeah. It was so funny, because the, all these places, like, I follow this Instagram called Dunk. And they posted, I think it was Dunk that posted it. They posted a picture, like, an animated one. And it was, uh, like, a fork in the road. And the left said next season. And then the right said Hollywood. And Paul George was walking down the Hollywood side with like his brief or the uh, his, uh, suitcase, and then um, um, Westbrook was sitting on a piece of luggage with like a map that said stats, and then Carmelo Anthony was sitting like with his hood on the ground, his hoodie on the ground, just sitting on the ground in between the two forks with like a big question mark over his head. And I was like, that pretty much sums it up beautifully. Now, if you're Oklahoma City, do you bring Paul George back? He's not going to go back. He's not going to go back. I think he's he going to the Lakers with LeBron. I don't think he goes to the Lakers. Go back to Indiana. Ooh, Good. You think so? No. no. But it'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Kyle's a sports outsider. <laughs> no way, bro. Durant and George, the Wizards. Oof. I don't think that's going to happen. No. I mean, that team wouldn't work. For some reason, I think Paul George can go to Houston if they don't get LeBron. Can they afford him? Sure, they can. It's the NBA. You can literally yeah, afford yeah. anything. <laughs> Your starting five could. I mean, look at the Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> you can afford anything. Your starting five could literally be Westbrook, Harden, James, Davis, DeAndre Jordan. Or he might go and, to like a weaker team just to get his value back up, or just get paid. Well, I think his time's running. Yeah, like it'd Brooklyn, be more about being paid. His yeah. time on value is running out. Like Brooklyn, he can go to. Ugh, gross. But they have you know a lot of money to offer. Especially getting a Mozgov deal out of there. I don't think the Lakers want Paul George anymore. They want Russell. and uh, I think LeBron. the Lakers are... The beginning of the season was way different. I think the Lakers, now at the end of the season, I think they've seen the promise that this team has. And they want somebody that's going to be with them for the long haul. And that can help them win rings four, five, six years from now as a contributing member of the team. And so they want somebody that's like younger and hungry you know, they want somebody like, you know, I mean, I know this isn't like a viable option, but I'm saying they want somebody like a Kyrie or like a Jimmy Butler. They want somebody that's going to be able to still be a high caliber starter in six, seven years. Paul George, probably not going to be that guy. I think he has three years of being an all-star and then he'll end up like, Mello. I think Paul George has no more years of being an all-star. I think he'll get the all-star vote because it's, it's a Paul joke, George. Yeah, but Melo needs to retire too. Yeah, he's trash. I just, I just think that... I, no, 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 we're done. He's trash. <laughs> I mean, he's he's definitely not as good as he used to be. I don't think he needs to retire, though. 
I just think that Oakland was like desperate to get a big three to compete with all the, with what you said Oakland. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Kyle like makes this point though. But, like you're a fucking idiot. Here, take this shot. You would do it to me. Well, Kyle, because you said that Legarrette Blunt went to the Lions when he had signed with the Eagles. Well, you we all believe really? me. So you guys all. I asked. didn't even notice that you said it. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm subtle about it. Kyle's like, "Oh, hold on, someone else fucked up." Here you go, you dumbass. <laughs> anyway, they were desperate to get a big three, somebody, another big name in Oklahoma, so they could compete with the Spurs and the Rockets and the Warriors and all these teams, and before all the trades, the Clippers and stuff like this. So. They were just they they were just desperate to get somebody, and Carmelo Anthony was the best option at the time. They need to work on that um, fucking bench in Oklahoma City too. I have a question, mm-hmm. and it, and you just made me think of it because you mentioned the Spurs. What do you think happens with Kawhi? I think he stays. No, I don't think. Jmart so. says last game. He hold on, timeout. Jmart says Kyle, put those guns away before you hurt somebody. Talking about your your cutoff shirt. I don't. I I get it. I don't care. I'm fat. I mean, that's not what he said, but. Way to make it all about you, buddy. So, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I, I don't think he's on the Spurs next year. No. I don't know. I, I mean, I can't really give a prediction where he plays. I, I think, think Kawhi Celtics. Leonard goes to Philly. Celtics. <clears throat> the only thing is, is that who's going to give the Spurs the package that they want? Celtics. Philadelphia. <laughs> but, two first-round picks. You don't need them. But I know that, but that they, they would also want Dario and Markel. No, they wouldn't. Give it up. Here, That's not true at all. Have him. <laughs> Take and him. fuck Dario Sarge. You don't yeah. need Dario Sarge. I like Dario Horrible He's the haircut. ugliest he motherfucker in the NBA. <laughs> Here's the thing. I He's mean, a white Dennis Rodman. The guy is so ugly. Any any He's package good, they get would be... Kawhi's not playing. Like He's been healthy for months, and he's just not playing. He doesn't so, want either. That's what I mean. So, like, anybody they get for him will be... I mean, I yes, know, he's a great player. The most but. updated thing I saw, which was as of 48 hours ago... So for the Sixers to get Kawhi Leonard, they would need to give up both first-round picks and Markel Fultz, and that's it. Do it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Markel Fultz is going to be a bust. I'm and, telling you now. And we have TJ McConnell. No, you won't after the season. We might. I don't want to lose him. Yeah, but, th- but listen, he, if he's smart, he resigns. You know, I think they just cut him. Because like, the Cavaliers yeah. wanted to trade for him, and he was like, yeah. He went to the front office, and he was like, don't trade me to Cavaliers. I want to stay here. In yeah, exactly. <laughs> But but if Kawhi I mean, goes to the 76ers, where's LeBron? Like, LeBron's going there, I too? I think Kawhi is more likely to go to the 76ers than LeBron. I think LeBron would stay put in Cleveland. If Kawhi went to the 76ers? I think, yeah. I don't think... See, it doesn't make sense for him to change when he, all, all of his homes are, like... like his he has homes out in L.A. Yeah, but, like, he his family has been living in Cleveland forever. Well, yeah, because he fucking owns the city. So, like, it doesn't really make sense for me. Like, LeBron makes more in one game than Cleveland makes in a year. Yeah, the GDP <laughs> is just horrible. <laughs> it's true. And also, fuck. The Cleveland River LeVar is Ball. literally LeBron's sweat. <laughs> the thing, because um, Kyle just said LeVar Ball. Do you think his other kid gets drafted? No. Because I don't. terrible. <laughs> no. No team, is, no team is even giving him the time of day. No. No team is going to work him. I don't think the younger brother gets drafted either. No. I got trash. Only Lonzo's a good one. And he's been playing better since his dad's not been in the picture. That's what it is, yeah. I, I also, um, we didn't talk about it on the show, but I wrote a letter to the NBA about playing. <laughs> <laughs> they they kind of shut it down. <laughs> they, well, actually, they didn't shut it down. They told me to reach out to each team individually about a tryout. I haven't done that yet. You wrote a handwritten letter, though, to uh, Davis. I, it wasn't handwritten. It was you got to handwrite it. It was typed because I was at work. Are you going to handwrite it, though? So do, you, do you still have a copy of it? Of 
Of what, the letter I wrote to the NBA? Yeah. I think so. And the response, we should post that. We can. I think we should start a war against said, the NBA the, for discriminating. The letter that I wrote. less athletic. <laughs> the letter that I wrote is terrible. It's like Kendall's like, like way of calling Mock out of shape. Like, <laughs> well, I said right in the beginning, I was like, hey, I'm six foot, 245 pounds. <laughs> well, how come you don't post it, Kendall? I said. Well, I could write a letter as well. <laughs> no, no, you should post it on the social media account. I don't you don't have, do a lot of posting on the social media account. I don't have access. You do. You know, you know why not, I don't uh, yell at Kendall? Because Kendall shares everything. Jeff, if you're listening, share all the posts, <laughs> please. Well, I would, but I'm not. I don't. The Instagram account, I don't have. Oh, you don't? No, no he does. No. I he don't. Him. He it's deleted okay. it then. Oh, what? Nice. <laughs> Put it on his phone. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I pretty much told the NBA. Talking to a kid that tries to spread butter with a fork. <laughs> I told the NBA that Could the work. players are too selfish now, and I want to go in there and only pass the ball. <laughs> I said I promise I won't shoot. <laughs> That'd be remarkable. Ball distribution is what I'm about. They kind of shut it down. But I've also declared for the NBA draft. So You can pay for a workout in the D-League. See? Listen. I'll do it. 120 Just... bucks, man. There is nothing on God's green earth that would keep me from going to a Pelicans game if Mock got a, got a chance to go and play a game. <laughs> nothing. Here's I'll thing. lose my job. I'll go on welfare. Here's the thing. Think about it. Like, if someone reads and like, oh, this could be funny for a game. Let's bring this guy in and just watch him get wrecked. I'll they, foul out real fast. They would press you the entire time. I tell you what, nobody's dunking over me. I'll punch him right in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Lead the league in technical fouls. <laughs> Rashid LeBron, Mock. LeBron jumps just a swift uppercut. Yeah, the important thing is that by the time you, you have the re- the dexterity and reaction yeah, time just gonna drag to punch him, yeah, you're going to have the ball <laughs> You would also have to wear their goggles, though. I, I would be a trivia question forever. Yeah. Who was the most out of shape NBA player <laughs> all time? That's right. Glenn Baby Davis. <laughs> there was somebody else that was like, mm, 300 pounds. Not yeah. Mike Sweetney. Escalade. He Mike died. Sweetney got up there. Yeah, Escalade. <laughs> Escalade. Escalade was pretty big. <laughs> his name was like Trailer. I forgot his name. Michael Trailer. <laughs> No, he lived in a trailer. <laughs> Here you go, Souls. No, wait, like, his nickname was Trailer. You can trailer. go ahead and take this. Go ahead. Whatever, I don't care, but his nickname yeah, was Your NBA trailer. knowledge is trash right now. His name was Groom. That is shit. <laughs> his nickname was like Trailer. Michael something. I don't know, he was like 300 pounds. Michael Sweeney? No, it was You're only guy. burying yourself further. Somebody else. I think Kyle wants to be his new nickname is Trailer. Yeah. <laughs> this is Trailer Souls. I wish I lived in a trailer still. <laughs> How did this turn into that? Trailer. I used to live in a trailer. It was a good time. Kyle. And it was just, close. You're just the epitome of a dumpster fire. Don't give a fuck. Kyle, give us some Trump. Uh, give me a minute. But it has to be sports related. Yeah. Give us some sports Trump. All right, Come give on. me a minute. No, Why are you no. rubbing your eyes? Yeah, I on. have to <laughs> get the character. So Come on, man. That? Give us the Trump Nixon hands sports talk. Yeah, what, the eyes have Kyle, nothing to do with it. What are your predictions? Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, Trump. What are your predictions? That's President for the, Trump. Pr- sorry, uh, Dick Trump. What are the pres- uh, the uh, predictions for the uh, Pacers Cavaliers game seven? Well, you see, <laughs> the, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to win. Why? Because of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. Good you know enough. what's funny? That's like an argument I see Trump <laughs> make. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why is that? Well, they're the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> Why are we going to win? Because we're America. <laughs> uh, I got a question for you, Paul. Do you think Cleveland makes it to the finals if they uh, win no, tonight? Absolutely not. LeBron James. I think they lose. Yes. I think they lose to Toronto. Away. <laughs> like Toronto's not like a powerhouse, but their supporting cast is way better than what the fuck LeBron has. Imagine if that's how. Plus, LeBron Demar Derozan was in a song. <laughs> he was good song. Too. Could you imagine that? Song. If that's how LeBron chooses his next team by whoever beats him in the playoffs, then he would have been a he would he would have been a spur. No, and I then think, a Heat I, again. No, I'm and saying then a Spur now, again. Now, like Maverick for next season. Yeah, point. you missed the Mav. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been a Magic. <laughs> I'm saying for next season. It's like, you know, if they lose to, like, Toronto, he goes, hey, I want to play in Toronto. I don't think Toronto has the money for him. They're paying Kyle already a lot of money. God, Kyle. Just frowned upon? No. Another one? I have a drinking he, problem. It's not a problem. Getting no, only sports with a drunk. Eh? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it kind of takes it to heart. Captain Caveman. Jason Kidd is looking for another job. Do you think he gets one? Yeah, it's a boxing match with Matt Barnes. Oh, man, that would be awesome to watch. Yeah, I'd watch it. Especially if Matt Barnes is high. <laughs> Matt Barnes would win, but... Yeah, he would Just, off, <laughs> Just off reach alone. It'd be like, the, like putting a hand up. Because um, I don't understand like, what happened in Milwaukee. Like, they, were, they were winning. It's kind of like what happened in... Um, he wasn't the right coach for Giannis. Oh, Giannis wanted him back so bad. I say, didn't Giannis he, really like him? But he wasn't the right coach for Giannis. He, he was not the right coach. Like, for seeing, him like being That's a Phoenix, right. he could be a good coach there. Sorry, antler combo. Giannis That's right. Combo. Giannis antler combo. Um, in short, yes, but not a head coaching job. I think he gets an assistant coaching job or something like that. Because like teams like Phoenix could, like he'd be good for Phoenix. They're very young mm. and terrible. They're you talking about Phoenix you know or the coach? And all of that. <laughs> you know who he'd be a great coach for? Lonzo Ball. Yeah. A player that comes down the court looking to pass the ball first, not shoot. Hey, that's what the NBA uh, needs. A point guard that's, I mean, like, <laughs> Jason Kidd is not by any means bigger in size, but you know somebody, who, somebody who's going to pass the ball, who's going to make the right IQ decision, and somebody who's going to go up and try to get rebounds. That's what Lonzo Ball is. Almost, and that's what Jason Kidd was. You almost described Mock until you said the rebounds. <laughs> I won't get any of those. I mean, I've definitely watched more games where Jason Kidd was missing a triple-double because of points than rebounds. The only way I get a rebound is if I'm like the outside of the key and the ball bounces to me. That's the only way. And even then, he'll dodge it. Like, no, no. Still not going to happen. Get it? Pass it immediately. No, Kendall, yep. Kendall has Listen, to pee because you Kyle, drink half Kyle's a Kyle's wearing his Weber jersey here. He's like the weakest bladder I've ever seen on a human being. I used to yeah, play in that Weber League game. that Kyle's representing today, and, and I had an M.O. Anytime I touch the ball, dribble twice, pass to the right. Did it work? Most of the time. It's Jackie Moon. <laughs> I, was good, <laughs> I was good at passing. Couldn't shoot. Threw any steals? Did you ever have any turnovers? I was decent on the defensive side. I threw the ball over the yeah, backboard tur- a few times. Just turnovers are on the offensive side. Can't turn it over defensively. Oh, no. So, like, when you were passing, did it ever get, like, picked off? Not normally. Or did you pass it out of bounds? Not normally. I was usually pretty good passing the ball. I jacked up a lot of threes. Did you make most so of I like them? To hear. Back in the day, yeah. Rain man. Except senior year, I didn't do too hot. But other than that, I was good. But you guys played rec basketball your senior year of high school? Yeah. Oh. I went to your senior 
What so kind of rec league do they have in It's funny because they, they mix like what eighth the graders f- up with seniors in high school. <laughs> what the hell is That's happening? So yeah, okay, so we got this homeless guy under the bridge. Uh, he's going to play center. Yeah, he's like seven foot and he smells like booze. Yeah, get him in. It's not our problem. Yeah, he paid. Well, Jeff <laughs> got dunked on when he was like 14. What? By like a, a senior? No, like a church league. He was playing with a bunch of like kids from like Hartford. Like AAU? I tell yeah. you. Well, I wouldn't AAU. It's like... You played for the church. I, t- a couple I don't know if it was AAU. I don't think it's AAU. What's your team? We are the team of Jesus Christ. <laughs> a couple of years ago. And we are playing the Muhammad Rabbis. Was it the Church of Souls? <laughs> a couple of years nah, ago. we didn't sponsor that year. Oh. A couple of years ago, um, my girlfriend Mercer was playing in like a women's league throughout the winter. And there was only, I think, six teams in this league. And one team was all former UConn women's players. There was only five yeah. girls on this team. And they just ran show. <laughs> it was horrible. I never saw a travesty in basketball. <laughs> I looked it up. They were down like 60 points. These girls, they were like running plays. It was it was like Gino was there. He was well, there. You're Gino. When you, have G- when, when you play with Gino, he's always with you. It was pretty crazy. How do you think he would do as a men's coach? Probably not well. Let me ask you a question, Kyle. How's that watermelon treating you? <laughs> Not well, but it's going down. Um, so the thing with Gino is, is like, I feel like he's been doing the women's thing for so long because, like, the thing I remember is like, you can't be like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna pass it. You're gonna pump fake the pass, drive in, and then yam it down their throat, make a statement. Okay. Now this is Gino. All right. You're gonna you're gonna go in and you're gonna go for a layup. Every okay. time. Contested, <laughs> contested layup. Draw the foul. Sure, okay. After 14 passes. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the girls. I've watched, I've been to a lot of UConn games, both men and women. And in my opinion, the women are just as exciting to watch as the men. Because the fundamentals of the game are so sound. Yeah. They go out there and they, the, the ball movement is insane. Way better than the NBA. And, and the, they usually win by like 58. Re- yeah, it's the reason they win. <laughs> I, I have a question every time I watch basketball. I have a feeling that a lot of times the referees just assume there's a foul when someone drives. Because mm-hmm. any time it happens, they blow the whistle. I don't. I can't imagine that there's a foul every single time. The, the biggest travesty in the NBA is the amount of travel calls that aren't called. Yeah. There, I mean, 90% of these Euro steps have been travels. Or like the James Harden one where he crossed over, uh, what's his face there from the Clippers? Was it Johnson? Yeah, that was a travel. Yeah. Because he picked up the dribble on the step. Moved then he, back. Then he, feet, then he yeah. stepped back and then <laughs> dragged his pivot foot back. That's three steps. That's a travel. And you want to know what? In high school basketball, that would have been called. Like in Shaq and the Fool, there was a time where Carmelo took like 13 steps. Wasn't called. Nope. Nope. I think my... I've think i seen layups that have nobody has dribbled from half court to the rim <laughs> and it hasn't been called. And I'm just sitting here, I'm like... Carry the well, ball I'd be in the tight. NBA if this was legal. <laughs> if I could just rugby this ball to the hoop, I'd be in the NBA. I think my fa- I think it was Russell Westbrook when he took the ball at like half court and just walked with oh, it. Oh, that in his was hand. the inbounds play. Yeah, he took he picked up the ball and started calling the play. And like to me, that is amazing because dribbling is just it, it's second nature to these guys. It's it's just like how do you yeah. not dribble? And then they get mad when they get called for trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got called and he was just like, "What do you What, what do you mean?" <laughs> Well, it's like, I honestly think that 90% of the time, in their head, it's like, I was dribbling the ball. Like, they think they were dribbling. Because it's just like, you get the ball and you just, you dribble. That's that it. was one thing I was not good at. I had to look at what I was dribbling. 
It's no good. So we play pickup basketball fairly often, and I have to look. We played twice schedule. in like the past like six months. I, I'm you speaking generally. I'm speaking generally. Yeah, no, you should stop for sure. <laughs> He's Listen, you, you never see my offense. You have no idea. I, I, I don't need to. You just summed it up. You look at the ground. <laughs> it's so bad. He looks at the ground, and then like he like does something. And it's like, Kendall, you can't do that. It's a travel. Oh, I see people in the NBA do it. <laughs> no, you don't. No, no. The argument I was making was, and it, it does happen. They'll stop dribbling. Mm. And they'll just start again. Yeah. They'll like switch hands. All the time. They'll be dribbling, they'll pick it up, and then they'll dribble with their left hand and it, they don't call anything. I'm like, Kendall, that does not no. happen like the way yeah. you're doing it. It does. What NBA it, are you watching? And, the one so on TV. ESPN too. <laughs> Kendall's talking about is like when they dribble the and they kind of like cradle it back. Yeah, the carry over. Which should be in which should be uh, a carry. Yeah, it's a carry. Oh, it's a carry. Yeah, it should be a carry Ni- all the time. <laughs> yeah, all, not even ninety percent. All quick, the time. Uh, real quick. To my credit, we played basketball last week, and Kyle was on my team. My passing was extraordinary. Not really. Extraordinarily awful. <laughs> not no, no, really. no, no, no. Listen, Kendall, you were throwing passes him that bounced three times before it got to him. But you guys didn't get it. But he also didn't get to it. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was to nobody. <laughs> no, but it was to my offensive partner. So basically, yeah, it was, so basically, the way it works is Kendall. You, you Kendall lead the pass when you're Kendall underneath the hoop with nobody around yeah, you. I expect you to throw the ball over his head with two hands. Why would I do Kyle, who was at the baseline, and it would go, it would go to the top of the key. Yeah, but that's that's Kyle. Why weren't you going there? His how the fuck am I supposed to know? No, no, that's his bad reaction and anticipatory skills. That's not on me. No, that's just you not knowing how to. No, Kyle, that's you being lazy and wanting to take the three all the time. And you know, I tried to serve that. I tried to. You're, you know, you're, you so can't you're say mellow. You're about lazy. You have the worst yeah. dexterity of anybody at this table. Well, that doesn't mean I'm lazy. It just means I'm bad. You know, it's it's so about you can't, fair point. You can't blame me for not knowing where you're gonna pass. It. Kyle, you should. You should. It's know. about you, that anticipation. Time. Exactly. It's about that time of the year for me to start playing a lot of basketball with a beer in my hand. Usually, I have to guard Kyle. Yeah, we you do it with a beer in your hand. We, we choose to guard each other, and I'm like, all right, so you're not gonna run either, right? <laughs> Kyle doesn't run. <laughs> I do when it's 21. No, no, you don't. Kyle, every time we play 21 with you, me, Jeff, and Kendall, Kendall and Kendall's always out immediately guarding everybody because well, he's he, just a f- spaz. He doesn't and know a great is, defender. I gotta Jeff make is, up for it somehow. Jeff is behind yeah. him for when you finally fool Kendall and get by him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just under the hoop, and it's like once you get in, Kendall, Kyle's just like, oh, hand up. Okay, yep, go, go, good defense. That's it. Me enforcer. And honestly, you'd probably be really great at 21 if you weren't playing with me and Kendall because you can't get a rebound. Because he gets Kyle, every time he gets the ball, he tries to tip it up to himself. And then me and Kendall are just sitting there like, yep, I'll take that. And Kyle's just like, oh, man, what the fuck? Again, usually I only get rebounds playing that is if they bounce to the outside. <laughs> oh, we played 21 with you one time. I think you finished with like three points. I had six because I didn't come in last. I beat Kendall. Yeah, Kendall, Kendall either makes like four out of 15 threes or one out of 20. I'm good for uh, like an 11 point game every. I play a really months. dirty style of defense. <laughs> I like to do like some kidney shots. Ask Kyle. I've frapped Kyle a few times while Ask playing basketball. Jeff. You ever watch Jeff play defense on Kyle? Every single time. Yeah, I slapped it pretty hard. Like there's times where like he just like like backhands him across the chest. <laughs> I never call it because you're a tough guy. God, you're such no, a saint. No, I just yeah. no. I'm just not gonna call it in that type of game. Sometimes I do. <laughs> I never call it, yeah. but sometimes, sometimes I do. It pisses me off sometimes. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, it's my boy. Kyle, always the best, except when it's not, right? Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. Kyle doesn't hustle on defense at all, but Kyle's always the first guy to chase the ball down out of bounds so that he can be the guy that gets the ball. I want to win. Yeah, he's a stat whore. That's what it comes down yeah. to. Whatever. 
You're a rounder Russell Westbrook. In 21, you kind of have to be a stat whore. Yeah. If Russell Westbrook was a basketball, he'd be him. <laughs> Kyle, what do you think about these NHL playoffs? They're exciting. So, Town, you're an NHL fan? I'm a Flyers fan, man. Let's not talk about it. Could be worse. Oh, we I'm could talk Hawks about it. It's a podcast. <laughs> hey, bad radio. Let's not talk. I'm a Blackhawks fan. I mean, yeah, whatever. At least you guys got a couple. Kyle became a Penguins fan right after they won the Stanley Cup two years ago. Oh, wow. Hey, he's Bandwagon, huh? Fan. I've always been a Pittsburgh fan. It's just, uh, That's cool. Black yeah. and gold, man. I have so much yeah, black and gold. Yeah, the most Super Bowls. Yeah. No, yeah. Steelers oh, gear. Now, I tell you, because you and I were talking about this Kyle the can't day. even name me three different types of Penguins. Kyle, can you name me three different types of Penguins? Like, real Penguins? And you can't count yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the one from Batman. What kind of penguin is that, though? Well, a human a guy. Human <laughs> but it would definitely be an emperor. Happy penguin. feet one, happy feet two. <laughs> There's, a There's literally there. options. Trying to help you out here. The one's from Madagascar. Emperor's penguin. Dick. But um, you and I, Paul, were talking the other day about uh, if Sidney Crosby can, if he was to win this year's Stanley Cup, if he was in the conversation for greatest of all time, and then we quickly, Hard no. We quickly realized that that's a distinct no. <laughs> like a, Wayne Gretzky yeah. had 200 points in the season. <laughs> Didn't he do that like four times? Pretty much the greatest of all time. He'd be the second greatest player. He was so good his daughter got a tattoo of his number on her. <laughs> like, that's weird. But... Well, see, Kyle, the thing, it, it then changed to... Imagine, like, imagine having sex with her. Like, just like, oh, what's that tattoo? Yeah, I could like, actually. Stroke, really like, hot. That's my dad. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to start calling you mom. It turned into like, all right, so then is Crosby the greatest of our generation? I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't watch Green Gretzky growing up. You know no. what I mean. We weren't old enough. Yeah. Um. So, so like, all he's right. the greatest all-around player of all generation. Mm. So then, Paul, he's not the greatest goal scorer of our generation. So then, Paul, because I'm sure that belongs to Alexander Ovechkin. Let me finish my question. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I prefer if you your, had well, to say the top five of our generation, who are your top five? Christ. Oh man, that's like such a loaded question. It I is need time dude, to like hard. do research for. Well, no, I'm just saying, like like no research. Just you. You've Throw watched more out. hockey probably than anybody here. Well, Rebecca's a big hockey fan. Rebecca, do you care to chime in? Hold on, hold on. All right, go ahead. Who's the greatest hockey player of our generation? The guy from the Blackhawks. All right, we're gonna Patrick we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna pot you down real quick. Kendall, <laughs> your girlfriend's cheating on you later <laughs> with Kyle. Um, I'll be at work. First of all, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's gonna stick his sausage croissant deep in there. Oh deep, deep in her. We clipped, we clipped so bad. That was so funny. <laughs> First of all, um, I mean, Crosby's probably one. Um, Ovechkin for me would be two. Um, Are these in order? These just have to be just the those two yeah. are in order. Okay, all right, all right. I, I don't think you can really make a, a case for Crosby, Ovechkin, one two to not be that. True. Um. God, this is such a loaded question. Like without any research, Patrick Kane. He's too young, but he's not though. He's yeah, nasty. I mean, he's such a raw talent. And to be honest, too, well, you know, probably for three, three for me would probably be Patrice Bergeron. Mm. Um, big ass nose. And like, I don't want to say <laughs> both of them. I'm just like off the cusp, but. I mean, Taze and Kane are equally in that discussion because Taze is not a goal scorer. He doesn't score as many goals as he should. But when the Blackhawks are down 2-1 to one with a minute and 37 seconds left and you see, oh, Blackhawks scored a goal, you don't have to look to see who it was. You know who it was. He scores him when it's needed. He's a monster in the faceoff circle. He's a just absolute stud on defense. Um, but probably four, I probably would put, like, like maybe Roberto Luongo or Lundqvist. Okay. 
don't know. I have to do some more research. Pay but... some homage, Jonathan Quick. We're in the hometown. Definitely. <laughs> I've heard that guy is such a douche. He's a dick in real life. <laughs> Luongo or Lundquist, kind of interchangeable. I mean, Kane's up in that discussion. Like you said, he's young. But, I mean, the guy is hes a stud. He's going to be a stud for a long time. Couldn't help but say you didn't say Yadimir Yager. Yadimir Yager, wow, okay. Yadimir Yager doesn't count. Because he's the only person that has played over five generations. <laughs> he's the greatest player ever. Didn't because, he go overseas, too? Huh? Didn't he play, isn't he playing overseas Yadimir now? Yadimir Yager was drafted before any of us were born. No, I know, but isn't he playing overseas now? I think yeah, so. Cause cause he did, he got, yeah, because nobody he got signed cut. him. Well, he got he was signed by the Flames, and then they they released him. Like, yeah, you're too old. After, uh, I don't know, a couple months or something. He was drafted in the NHL before we were born. What year was he drafted? 90? 90. Mm. And he played until uh, 2017. Didn't know that I knew that. <laughs> we talked about it. A lot. <laughs> and then let's look at the other players. Look, look at Marion Hosa. Marion mm. Hosa was drafted in the NHL before Peyton Manning was drafted in the NFL. And he's still suiting up. Wow. It's a different sport, but even so. Well, that, that gets back to hockey players are psychopaths. <laughs> they are. They will play yeah. till they're dead. They're, they... There's no other sport that has a mindset that hockey players have. It just doesn't exist in the other sports. The superior athletes. You get, you get hit in the face. But I mean, like, yeah, well, I'm going back out there. Literally, they sew their lip up and <laughs> yeah, come back out Yeah, you don't see period. that in any sport. A pitcher because they're all pussies. But what I mean, what I mean is like a pitcher in the MLB gets like you know a hangnail on his catching. Do you hand know what the concussion protocol is weeks. in the NHL? Yeah, you stand up. How many fingers? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Oh, four? Ah, eh, close enough. Please. And you want to know what? They put the same number up every time. <laughs> so they can go back out there. But that's what I mean. Like, like hockey players, to me, have the most, like, dedication to their sport. Oh, that's than, than any other sport. Because they will play through anything. And it's the only sport where you have to do two hard things at one time. Like, oh, I got to handle this puck and skate through six defenders? That's no problem. Oh, I got to do it while I'm going 40 miles an hour on skates? <laughs> it's like, it's true. the NFL's like, oh, I got to catch a ball while I'm running? Right. See, the other thing to me... And, and I guess basketball's the only like close baseball, one. Like, oh, I gotta catch this ball, but I have this really big leather thing I can hold it. What I mean, like, basketball's probably the only one close to me where every player has to both play offense and defense. Now, baseball, you do that too, but it's at two very separate times. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, no. That is not true for basketball. What? No. James Harden does not play defense. But I'm saying, Tony like, Allen <laughs> does not play offense. He's, he's supposed to. No, he's not. But, but I mean, like... If you put those two together, they've got one hell of a player. Yeah, if you but put Tony I mean, Allen and James Harden together... That player makes Michael Jordan look like just the absolute biggest piece of shit on the planet. What I, what I mean is is that the games are more fluid. So like the players are they have to play both sides almost at the same time. You know, baseball is not like that. It's very separated and football you play one or the other. Hockey yeah, I'm and not really good. I don't have a good glove. All right, we're going to go ahead and throw you to an AL team like DH. Yeah. But I mean, you know, and and players make careers out of it. Like David Ortiz was not a good fielder. <laughs> Didn't have to uh, be. He was clutch as shit. Didn't have to be. First base, so let's relax. <laughs> but I mean, like, well, that, that's true. First no, I'm just kidding. Get away. You're absolutely it's true. right, though. You're absolutely but, right. But, like, hockey players, you have to play both sides. I feel like the Golden Glove for first baseman was just the guy who had the least errors. Well, that's, like, first base, it, listen, I play there. <laughs> it's not that hard. No. As long as everyone can hit you in the chest, you're pretty okay. If you can pick, though. We don't have that on our softball team, but. Hey, last game we did pretty well. <laughs> yeah. We just made a lot of calling off errors, <laughs> but um, really, like hockey to me is is the most like two way sport out there, and and when you see a player 
and you see it a lot, like the guys Curling. in the NHL that last a long time. It, to me, that's incredible because it's so physical, it's so like painful, and these guys last forever. And a lot of times when they do, they're still effective, like Yager. Yeah, Yager was what forty three, and he was still putting up, you know, scoring goals, putting up points. It was just hockey is such a different sport than any other professional sport. It's beautiful. I feel like what it, they do is it's like in baseball, like you fall off quickly after the age of like thirty five. Right, you tell it the Jamie Moyer or <laughs> Marcello Cologne. It doesn't, like, like it doesn't hitters, matter. Hitters don't really usually make it to after like thirty five. That's true. Yeah. You just, because you just because well, there's always going to be the yeah, outline. Like he, Let's relax. Like no one's at like the age of thirty nine hitting seventy, like hitting like forty four home runs. Well, no, but people who are 21 aren't hitting 44 home runs. Bryce Harper, Mike Trout. I'm saying half the Yankees lineup. <laughs> oh, wow. We named two players out of 700. Eight <laughs> kids. <laughs> there are way more than 700 players in the MLB. Give him a shot. Yeah. It's a shot. I'll take the shot, but I want you to take a no, shot, but, Kyle. No. You know why? You know why, Kyle? Because he just won't finish that watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. You should finish it now just to spite him. Uh, but NHL, you know, we bantered a lot. Can I ask a question? You can, of course. All right, cool. Um, most exciting playoff sport then. Segway right into it. Hockey. Definitely. Without hockey. a doubt. And I'm a diehard football fan. Oh my God. Hockey is fan. way more hockey, exciting than it's any so other final. sport. I just, you know. That's what it is, man. Because for me, so that's the end of that segment. The... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks only... for coming on. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you guys next time. I, I will argue this till the end of time. Hockey is the only sport, except for maybe I, when I was in college, I had a roommate that was from Greece. He was really into so- like you know European soccer, like the actual real soccer. And what? Football? <laughs> Foot- football? No, no, no. Still what? <laughs> football. But hockey kicked the... him out of your room. Hockey <laughs> is the only sport that can still be exciting in a blowout situation. Hell yeah! If a team wins eight to nothing, it was fucking exciting to see that team score eight goals. You walked away from that like, wow, that was a great fucking game to watch. I have never watched away walked away from a hockey game where I was like, that was a waste of my time. See, I, I think football the... every week. I think the big <laughs> baseball difference... multiple times a week. I think the big difference in and you've NBA, mentioned this April through June. You've mentioned this before, Paul. Like hockey can come down to just like one deflection. One this is, hockey's the only sport where some bullshit can fuck up your whole day. There's there. I can't tell you how many times goalies have been fucked over because a puck had been iced down along the boards and ricochets off a support beam and goes in the goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why like that doesn't happen in football. Oh. I'm going to throw the ball off field real quick. Oh, my God. It hit the satellite dish and bounced back in. <laughs> the guy picked it off. Pick six. Game over. The other, the other side is hockey. And, and you compare it to soccer. But um, th- there's like a different level of anticipation. Because everything's happening so fast. You know, football's very one play, you stop. Mm. One play, you stop. Plays. And even baseball. Baseball is like the <laughs> most dragged out sport. I've seen times in the NHL where there has been play for 12, 13 minutes without a stop. Yeah, and that, that's what I mean. That's what's so incredible with it. Because no other sport has, I mean, I guess basketball is No, no other sport, no. The last it, two but, minutes takes four. Well, that, yeah, that's you know? basketball, Basketball's herky-jerky. The only time you see in basketball, like, I mean, you can see basketball played for a long time without stoppage. I mean, like, if they score, they have to inbound it, but it's usually quick. Yeah. But the only time you really see a lot of basketball played without stoppage and, and it's exciting, is when you get a lot of long rebounds. If somebody shoots a three and it bounces out to like the arc area and someone gets it and is able to move it up court quick, it's it's quick and it's fast-paced and the, the fast breaks are happening nonstop and it's great. But at the end of the day, you're seeing 17 people throw up bricks. <laughs> it's true. 
Absolutely. It, that's that's why I think I agree when you're saying that NHL is the most exciting. I mean, I wouldn't just say playoffs, just games in general. It is because the anticipation unreal. and hockey broadcasters are just hilarious gifts from Jesus. Yep. Because the 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 play by play guys, it is amazing what they can do. They just go and go and go, and then like the color commentary guy, the ex player, like you know, like the the best thing is um Eddie Olchek and uh, uh what's his name there um. Or the NB, NBC Sports. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name. I have no um, fucking clue, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, the guy that's on all the NHL games. There, the uh, yeah, that guy. Ray Emmerich. The hair. Ray Emmerich. Ray Emmerich and uh, Eddie Olchek. Ray Emmerich will just be sitting there, just play by playing nonstop, and Eddie Olchek will just chime in randomly, with just like, yeah, that guy. You know, he, you know, he's the type of guy that you know he's gotten past a lot of players, and he's been able to score, you know, fourteen goals in the past six games with no assists added to it. And Ray will just be like, out of nowhere, he'll just be like, yeah, that guy's sure fine. And then the puck goes up the ice and then goes right back into it. In the NFL, you're like, oh, it's, this this guy's cleats are yeah, from you Australia. You got Joe Buck. That guy sucks. It's tr- like, hockey to me. Fuck him for fucking, uh, the MLB World Series. Oh, my God, the World Series just kills me. The World Series. Yeah, I'm not going to commentate the first four four games of the season. Uh, why? Because I just want to do the World Series. I just yeah. want to do it. Not good at the it. The only reason he has a commentating job is because of his father, and he's talentless. And I like him. They bring him on Barstool all the time. It's funny. Yeah, great. You have a big head, whatever. But yeah, at the end of the day, like, dude, I'm, shut did, up. Did you guys see the story? He almost lost his voice because he got too many yeah. hair plugs. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, like, what, well, how does that even correlate? Yeah. The, the Red Baron and I have an ongoing joke that uh, for uh, Collinsworth and Al Michaels, that every Saturday before the game... That they cryogenically unfreeze Al Michaels. He's actually, he's actually been dead for years. But they cryogenically like unfreeze him. He comes out. Collinsworth walks in. He goes, okay, that's what you're wearing. All right, give me something that looks almost exactly like that. He dresses up. They do the game. And then they freeze him again until next Saturday. See, that's another duo. Like I like Al Michaels a lot. Come Love Chris Collinsworth. I, I hate Chris no, Collinsworth. I hate his Chris voice. They're so good together. They're, They're great together. Chris Collinsworth is my the visit. most... Dedicated sports announcer in all of sports. Absolutely. Also very and underrated. He's he so a lot of knowledgeable. Watches a lot of tape. It's his full-time job. He's care. the only person in all of sports. All of sports. He's the only person who sits down and does homework. He gets the schedule at the beginning of every year, the games he's going to commentate. And then he sits down the week before the game, the whole week, and he watches footage from the whole season. Cowboys are playing the Falcons week 14. You bet your ass. Every, all thirteen games, Collins worth watching them. Absolutely, every single game. He is telling you. He loves it. Play for. He will sit there and be like, down forty-seven in the second quarter. Dak Prescott threw a wobbly spiral to Des Bryant on an out route, fourteen yards deep, that ended up resulting in a touchdown because Des Bryant was able to fingertip grab it and toe touch inbounds and evade the tackle. Yeah, he's not the this only season. guy that will tell you that. <laughs> well. Go against that just for one second. Well, no, I'm just talking yeah. about last year. Ready? Yeah. He'll also be like, "Hey, if he caught that ball, they would have had a yard game." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, great. "Hey, man, hey, relax." That's why he's so great because he's so, we're done with he's you. He's the most colorfully like bland person I've ever I, met. Or I seen. hated. Well, actually, I've met him, but I hated Chris Collinsworth when Mike Vick was still in the league oh. because he would talk about Mike Vick forever. Greatest forever. phrase ever. Greatest phrase in NFL sports. Well, here's right, a guy. Commentating. Exactly. Well, here's a guy. Here's a guy. Here's a guy. I think mm-hmm. the, the glory of Chris Collinsworth is that, like, he's such a smart guy, and you hear him talk, and you're like, God, I hate him, but he's right. <laughs> but that's the thing. Uh, his, his greatness as a commentator, I hate his voice, but he's able to analyze any play instantly. 
In my opinion, Instant. Collinsworth is the second greatest sports broadcaster of our generation. Who's the first? Ray Emmerich. Okay. Ray Emmerich is so talented. It's not Joe Madden? <laughs> no. Ray Emmerich is so talented John at what Madden? he does. And Ray oh, Emmerich is the only person I know that people have, know. many, many of people <laughs> have tuned into, like, I'll tune in to NBC Sports uh, rivalry games that I don't really care about. Like, I'll tune in and be like, oh, the Lightning are playing the Panthers. And I'm like, I don't want to watch that game. But, like, I'll be like, oh, you know what? Emmerich's comedy. Right, he'll make it's it gonna exciting It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be, like, just his awesome, voice yeah. alone makes the game that much more interesting. Well, Monday Night Football has a completely commentating crew now. Gruden's gone. <laughs> Jason Witt. Tariq Cohen had crew. sex. Oh, <laughs> Sean McDonough might do Red Sox baseball He did. Again. That's why he left. Yeah. He joined. I know. It's, dude. Oh, fuck. Kill me. They already got Tony Romo. Hey, we have enough Cowboys for the next <laughs> 10 years. Thank you. <laughs> Tony Romo, right off the bat, loved him as a sports guy. He's great. He was calling out plays. Yeah. And then, but as the time went on, All right. I <laughs> hated him. It just became like it was a just so, It was just so annoying. It's not, though. He's reading the offense. But I thought he was As time went on, he became less of that, like, predicting the play guy. Like, oh, they're going to they're gonna yeah. run it here. This is going to be an outside run in between the tackle and the guard. Like, game three? Yeah. This is going to be an outside run between the tackle and the guard. It's yep. probably going to go for, like, eight yards. Linebackers are going to come over. And that's exactly yep. what happened. Yep. Game 14, it was sitting here, and he's just like, oh, well, you see what he needed? He needed to release the ball sooner. No I, shit, he got I, sacked. I had an impression for you. I've been working on this for about 30 seconds. He, he goes, uh, oh, you know, if he caught it. Oh, is his feet? Oh, his feet are in. Actually, yeah, his feet are in. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely I, with what the guy said in front of me. Nice. <laughs> Sucking his teeth for an hour. Like, do you think on. Tony, I mean, we don't have the, the list of, of undrafted players, but do you think Tony Romo, could go down as the greatest undrafted player of all time. I understand he wasn't playoff um, clutch. Without the list in front of me, yeah, I, I would be willing to say that because he he wasn't great in the playoffs, but he he's statistically definitely was a great place kicker. Put up he's numbers. Statistically, the best Shut quarterback. <laughs> he's statistically the best quarterback the Cowboys had. Thank he you. is. I mean, he he put up numbers. He just couldn't win the big games. So, yeah, he's just not clutch. He was you know? clutch in the regular season, just not in the playoffs. Yeah. That's all it is. If Tony Romo, if Tony Romo was yeah, ever, yeah. I mean, toward, yeah. yeah, if Romo ever <laughs> won a Super Bowl or even got to a Super Bowl, he's probably a Hall of Famer. First but I think that's going to keep him out. No, no, no. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, just not first ballot. He'll be, he'll be a Hall of Famer. The NFL, I don't a know. Joke. Yeah, it, it is a joke. The NFL. I mean, Chris I'm not saying Collins that Romo doesn't does or does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but they would literally elect the Water Boy in because they made a movie that was just great. <laughs> I'm just saying, Terrell Davis can belong in the Hall of Fame. That's just my opinion. If Terrell Davis doesn't, Calvin what? Johnson doesn't. He only had five seasons. If Davis doesn't deserve it, Calvin Johnson doesn't deserve yeah, it. Yeah, but right, that's fine. Terrell you Davis was effective Kyle. every he played. He just he, he got hurt. He got hurt. Okay, but, but it, five but, seasons isn't enough. Yeah, but in the five seasons, he was a, a so dominant he, top he ten. Bo in Jackson. Over and say something like I'm a fan. Of yeah, what about Bo Jackson? Bo Jackson. Yeah, it's a different, doesn't I, belong in. Listen, why? I, I agree, but he hasn't played longevity. It's just like you haven't played enough. You don't. I understand. I understand the longevity, but. It's different if you, like, if you played four amazing seasons. If you had four right. se- a wide receiver, if you had four seasons of 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns, and then the next six seasons you put up 400 receiving yards and two touchdowns, that's different than playing five seasons of 1,000-plus yard receiving with 10-plus touchdowns and then having to retire because you're so injured. True. Yeah, absolutely. Just to me, it feels like you, you need to play at least eight years at that position. Ooh. For running back. So, so what's, running. The, what's the average, like... NFL career is like three years. Well, what, and that's not fair. At running back, to be, you have to be dominant for eight years. No, but like, 
he only played five, and he yeah, but he, but was he also he played in a hurt. time. But he, he also hurt. played in a time when running backs were the absolute stud position to have in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. If Barry you had Sanders a star running early, back, it meant more than being a star quarterback. Yeah, but Barry Sanders Absolutely. didn't retire because of injury. He just he they retired because he, <laughs> he retired because he hated playing for the Lions. Yeah, I mean Barry Sanders could have. He wasn't. I mean, if anything, that deserves a knock to the Hall of Fame more than. Retired. They never had a winning he retired record because of injury. Barry Sanders no, was like, it, I'm calling it quits because my team I mean, sucks. If Davis was Larry Fitzgerald a, hasn't done that. If Davis no, was a bum. His numbers, though, prove that he's a Hall of Famer. And he has longevity. But Barry Sanders retired really early because his team was terrible. And I get that. Still played 10 so years. So does he deserve the Hall of Fame? He played early. 10 years. He didn't play five. Still played 10 years. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but it's, because, it's, it's because of injury. It doesn't matter. I really don't but, think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. So I do. Terrell Davis, was... Davis changed every game he was in. But the same thing. So do you think Calvin Johnson is a Hall of Famer? He's not going to get in. Yeah, do you but think that's not what I asked you. I think in. I believe so, but I don't. But you're going against your own But he played more than five years. He played eight years, but was hurt for three of them. Okay. That's five he's years. Still played through though. He still played eight years at that position. But he was injured for three of them. Was he not dominant though? He not for the entire eight years. No, like eight in the game that he played, and he was dominant. I'd really like to see the stats, like true. how many actually. That's like, not his true 50, either, because he caught. almost every game he played against the Bears, he wasn't dominant. The Bears, Charles Tillman, shut him down all the time. His last you know? two, three seasons, he was out there as a decoy. I'm sorry, I don't think Calvin Johnson. So, should do you I think Terrell Davis belongs in? Say again. Do you think Terrell Davis belongs in? I know he didn't play long, but he was dominant. But he got hit, hurt by injuries. So, yeah, I mean, he didn't play a long we're, we're, time, so he probably shouldn't here, here, we're talking about a guy who is guy off the practice squad, essentially. You know, Davis got his start by making a miraculous – it was a tackling play and yeah. a game in Japan. And, like, like before he even, like, you know, got the start of running back. And when he got the opportunity, he played well. He's a top top five running back. He got hurt. That's, what's, that's how it is. If he got to play seven, eight years, he would, still would have been a Hall of Famer. So, John, do you think Terrell Davis belongs in the Hall of Fame? It's irrelevant. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. Longevity-wise, no. Five years, no. But at the same time, it, the argument's both ways, man. I can't make a decision off of that. You know, it's, it's a coin flip at All that right. point. We're running out of time. Beer reviews. Souls. Terrible. <laughs> what did you have? No, they know. No, tell us. Reds, Wick, Watermelon. Wicked. Wicked. Does it really fucking matter? It does. I tell They're you, not going to buy um, it. They will. People the, will. Uh, the Space Cake is a really good double IPA. It's not overly heavy. Go get it. It's delicious. Way back when, uh, Clown Shoes did a, for every state they distributed to, did a specialty beer for each state. That was only available in those states. Hey, and they did. Like they would need a lot of vats for that. They did a space cake lemon drop. Ooh, so it was a good. lemon infused uh, double IPA space cake, essentially. That's probably good. It was amazing. People were pissed when they found out they weren't making it again. <laughs> I'm going to write them a letter. I seem to be getting good response on my had. letters. <laughs> From Thimble Island in Branford, Connecticut, I had the mutually assured destruction. I'm, I'm glad you assumed you were next. Seatown, what'd you think? I want to know what you... Oh, this is one of my... Wow, there's beers, a lot man. more beers over there. The last <laughs> <time I was. laughs> yeah, sorry. Five, uh, yeah, Port Rocker. It's great. It's it's the best summer beer in the world. Hands down. I I used to be a big fan of the summer, the Sam Adams summer. And then Drink one time... Now. One time got wicked drunk off of them. And just vomited mm-hmm. for like seven hours. Yeah, it's Bud Light Lime for me. <laughs> I'll never touch it again. <laughs> what about Bud Light Orange? 
Oh, is that a thing? That's a yeah. thing. I can't tell if you're being. No, that's a thing. Terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. No. That's well, real. I, I want to yeah, try. Yeah, Bud Light it. Orange is a thing. I we had it. We got it at the liquor store. We got samples. We tried it. It was so bad. Breaking news: obscure domestic beer is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. The signs are pretty cool for it, though. The mutually assured destruction. From I've had what? it before from Thimble Island and Brandford, Connecticut. This our, is friends the Thimble Island. our friends at Thimble Island. Our friends at. Can I ask what what is that about the friends thing? We had, we did a we did a show. I saw the review. We did a show live from Thimble Island. Well, not yeah. live. But. I work across the street, and uh, I like three of their beers, and that's about it. That's all I got to say about that. You got you should it's fight not for them. everybody. But we did a show. We do brewery uh, shows. Yeah, we try yeah, to do yeah, one once sure, a no. month or so, and we did one from Thimble Island. And it, was, it, was it is a good atmosphere. Dark. I like that little place, though. Yeah. yeah. So I've had it before, you know, for uh, a morning beer, morning into afternoon. It's a stout, Russian Imperial, Russian Imperial Stout. Very good. It's like a dessert. It's very good. All right. Go get it. Paul, your gin. <laughs> Actually, I have two reviews. One I don't have with me, but I had it yesterday, and I'd like to give a review of it, if that's okay. Is that okay with everybody? That's I'll fine. allow it. That's fine. I got to okay. pee, but. So just go pee. I gotta close out the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you don't do anything else. Oh wow. Um so the Warwick Gin from- hey, hey, talking. Hey, hey. <laughs> Warwick Gin uh was really good. I mean, not everybody's a gin drinker. Uh I really like this gin though. It's not too heavy on the juniper. Um it's really uh refreshing. It's got the nice uh little bit of oakiness to it. Um it's got a real smooth finish on the juniper, but like I said, it's not too heavy on it, doesn't kill you the whole way down. I like it with a splash of lime. Lime makes everything better. But um, I had a beer from uh, Stubborn Beauty yesterday, and it was just amazing. It was, um, my love is warmer than chocolate. There's a chocolate milk stout. Oh, my fucking God. Can I tell you, I thought you were about to start reciting like a poem. No. <laughs> also, <laughs> guy, guy at work brought it in, brought in a, a, a growlito of it. It was so Good. Why is that not one of Kyle's nicknames? What is it? Growlito? <laughs> Add it to the list. Growlito sauce. <laughs> it was so good, though. It literally tasted like Guida's chocolate milk. Wow. Whoa. That's yeah. All he right. was like, here, here's a pint glass of it. Took one sip, finished the rest of it in like six seconds. I'm in. Yeah. It was, no, you're not. It's the only stouts. But if it tastes like Guida's chocolate milk, I'm maybe. In. All right. Uh, tune in next week where we bullshit about more bullshit. Next um, week, episode 50. Yeah, big thing. Kyle, you got to call it work, man. You can't go to work next week. I will attempt. Peter, no. we're going to put streamers everywhere. <laughs> Peter, there's going to be strippers and kegs in here. You're invited. Rebecca, what? put what? your hand down. Hold on, hold on. i got to go to the bathroom so bad right now. Same. Okay, fine. I can stall. Just All right, go. you know what? No, stall. We're, we're out of time. time. Come on. All right, so next week is show 50, and next Sunday I'll be done with my master's. Yay! Yeah. Okay. So from all of us here at Getting Sports with Drunk, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Yep. Brother Souls. I'm the Red Baron. Sea Town. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah.